It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know Steve likes the Wii Steve likes the Wii about DMT The DMT Who's Your Sophisticated Show The Who's Your Sophisticated Show Losers with the dreams Sophisticated blasphemy It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Who's Your Sophisticate Show The Who's Your Sophisticate Take in a deep breath and gently close your eyes. Easily imagine these scenes while you continue to breathe in and out slowly and calmly. See yourself relaxing by a beautiful calm lake. The breeze softly blows over the lake and you watch the thousands of tiny ripples it creates on the surface of the lake. Your surroundings here are so calm and pleasant that it brings a feeling of complete peace. This calm feeling washes over your entire body and mind. You breathe in deeply and allow the peacefulness to fill you. You notice the birds singing in the trees, softly chirping and singing songs of their simple happiness. Take the time now to release any worries, any disturbing thoughts, any sadness you may be feeling. Let those feelings float up, out, and away. Floating far away. Whatever has happened today that has bothered you, it is time to let that go. Know that you are really in control of your mind and your body. You can choose to allow these bothersome emotions to leave. In doing so, you will free up space in your heart and mind for positive things to come. Life is all about creating what you want 
and choosing good thoughts that make you feel good. When you focus on the positive, you get more positive experiences in your life. Releasing any negative thoughts serves like an umbrella on a rainy day. Sure, the rain is there, but it doesn't have to affect you. In your mind's eye, picture yourself now in a stormy, rainy situation. As you open up your umbrella of positivity, you see how you are really protected from all that is going on outside. You are safe. You don't have to be a part of rainy difficulties. It truly is your choice how you react to whatever comes your way. Know that you have all the tools you need within. Just choose to use them. You can see your life from a happy perspective. Worry, disturbing thoughts, or sadness are choices of thoughts you think, and you can simply set them free and let them ripple away across the surface of the lake. You can release all the things that have been stressful to you and make peace with yourself. Make peace now with the amazing person that you truly are inside. As you look out over this serene lake, nurture yourself with your loving thoughts. Release any negative images or ideas about yourself. You have a choice in what you believe. Your mind is your greatest asset and your best tool. Now take in a deep breath. Allow good feelings to fill up your heart and your mind. Peacefulness and calm are all around you. Open your eyes when you are ready and stretch fully. Good morning, friends. Are you ready for your morning motivation? You can do anything. This is the part where my buddy Steve-O would normally get you guys real juiced up about your day, but I'm going to give you just a little rundown into the the Hoosierverse, if you will, uh, as to what's going on today, what we got going on, reasons why we're going to get pumped up, how we're going to move forward, how this whole thing is going to be better. Uh, So here it is. Uh, Yesterday, as many of you noticed, uh, we were throttled almost immediately within Facebook. They shut us down based on one of their robots thinking that one of the original songs that we wrote was somebody else's. Fine. Fine. It's not true. We'll dispute it. Facebook, unfortunately, doesn't have uh, customer service, which is like the greatest business model ever. There's nobody that you can actually like call and get problems solved. You just have to like, you know, plead your case to a robot. The robot then takes into account whether or not uh, you're right. And then about a week later, they might release a claim on you, which is not super handy for a show that runs live every day. And you're trying to get a live broadcast back up and running. So. It looks like for the time, uh, I I think going forward, this is probably going to be 
our last Facebook broadcast. We weren't even really think we were thinking about not going live on Facebook at all today and filtering all of this traffic uh, to Periscope, Twitch, uh, uh, YouTube, um, which honestly are better platforms for what we do. And also allow you, if you have YouTube Red, you can put the app on in the background. Uh, you can you know, listen to it at all times. If you don't want to uh, pay for an app or if you don't have YouTube Red, Periscope allows you to do the same thing. And Twitch has an audio option as well. So here's my motivation. No overlord can keep you from doing what it is that you're trying to do and reach the people that you're trying to reach if you just put in the effort, and you don't quit. I love you guys. We're going to do something a little different this morning. Uh, a while back, Steve and I took a little walk through our neighborhoods. Uh, and so I want to give you a little taste of the Get to Know Your Hoosier series. Uh, we're going to run mine this morning. At 7.30, we are going to be joined by Adam McChesney. Good-looking guy, great head of hair, marketing genius, karate star, the guy's he's the total package. He's going to come in here. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, lead generation for companies, how to get your business or your organization in front of as many people as possible, how to engage them, get them to engage with your content, spend money with your platform, with your, with your business, with your charity. Uh, he's going to come in here. He's going to give us all of those answers because he's a genius on top of being handsome. So uh, Adam's going to join me at 7.30, and then uh, for the rest of the show, we're going to do what we do. We're going to tell some jokes. We're going to spend the day laughing. Uh, we're going to break down what's happening uh, in the world, and um, I hope that you guys will stick around. Haven't seen anybody on the uh, chat. Morning, Jameson. Uh, let's see. Morning, Adam Bundren. Uh, Zach Smith, good morning to you, sir. Uh, we got Michelle morning. Uh, hopefully it will. We're going to see. Ricky Starling, what's happening, buddy? We got people. We got uh, Mike Otes over there on Twitch. Hola, my man. Uh, hey, listen, we're going to kick it over to a little deal for everybody watching. Uh, a lot of this stuff, there's there's probably some visual uh, uh, things uh, going on here that, that would probably help put the whole story together. Um, but I wanted to give you a, a glimpse into one of our neighborhoods. We'll do Steve sometime uh, next week probably. Uh, this is the getting to know your Hoosier series. And, uh, it was really fun. It was really fun to walk around the neighborhood. Uh, what's up V? How you doing, man? Uh, we had a great time. Katie Heitkamp Thomas. How are you? Uh, good morning, Jenny George. How are you? Uh, <clears throat> so we are, uh, I'm, I just want to give you a little taste of where we came from. We talk about being South city proud all the time. Um, we're going to walk around the resurrection neighborhood a little bit. This video goes about 20 minutes. Uh, it's pretty engaging. I think you guys will like it. Uh, and like I said, at 7:30, we'll have our friend Adam McChesney on here. He's our newest sponsor. Uh, he's in there. Matter of fact, I'll give you a little taste of what Adam McChesney is. Uh, he's a hunky gymnast. Okay. He's a, he's a pit fighter. Uh, uh, and honestly, he, he makes both Steve and I better. Uh, so uh, we'll get a little taste of uh, what Ms. Marketing can do for you. Uh, but first, uh, we're going to give you a little glimpse into why I am the way that I am. This is getting to know your Hoosier. For those listening on the podcast, we cut away here for a 20-minute video of me walking around my uh, childhood home. Didn't translate all that well to podcast only, so let's get back to the action.
that was the end of the video. That's where I grew up. Uh, beautiful Dutch town, South City, St. Louis. Guys, uh, I am now uh, joined by someone I am super excited about working with. Uh, we had a little uh, uh, meeting of the minds earlier uh, in the week, and we had some we had some fun uh, between the three of us. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna before I bring him on stage here uh, on stage hell uh it was like the east side here everybody welcome mcchesney to the stage uh well, i want to give you guys a little look uh at ms marketing oh hey it's adam mcchesney with ms marketing we specialize in lead generation filling your pipeline and taking care of your payments give us a call today Adam from Ms. Marketing took me from 10 leads to 300 leads in a month and I became the strongest boy in the schoolyard. He increased the revenue for my uh, fit charter fishing business by 30% in one month. Ms. Marketing. What was that Facebook algorithm? For those listening on the podcast, this is where Adam kicks the living what shit was that Instagram? out of Facebook and Instagram algorithms. Ms. Marketing. Everybody, do me a favor. Welcome my buddy, Adam McChesney, to the Hoosier Sophisticate Show. What's up, brother? Not much. Thanks for having me on. Dude, I, uh, we love having you here. I had a blast shooting that video. Yeah, You're a natural, man. Uh, first time really making a video, I think, like that. First time on, the, on a radio show, too. So super excited to be here. But yeah, that was, uh, that was a unique experience the other day. Yeah? I was, uh, I was absolutely impressed and thrilled with what you guys can do. Cool, man. I, uh, I really do appreciate that because that's something that I think <clears throat> Steve and I have tried to make available to or to let people know, even with small businesses, especially because I, I know I had in my mind forever, like, what does it even take to to advertise? What, what does the spend look like to be on different local TV stations, radio stations, things like that? That was really kind of the, I mean, the show is our, is our passion. It's a place for our group to, to gather and tell jokes and have fun and kind of share in the same jokes. But also the value that we want to create is to be able to take your average mom and pop business or small business and show them that they can have creative marketing uh, to help people engage with their products. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. And, and for me... Like I said, that was the first video that we've ever done. We do a lot of you know, web design, search engine optimization, those things. But video content right now, especially for small businesses, is huge. So, um, I mean, like we were talking earlier, oh, I think it was up to like 120 likes. People were commenting, sharing on it, things like that. So um, it's a huge tool to be able to have to, to not only have some fun with, yeah. you know, be creative with, sure. but kind of like what we were talking about the other day is just, you got to have that thing on Facebook or any platform that people are just stopping and they got to watch it. Makes you know? people say, what is he doing uh, yeah. right now? I mean, I think everyone besides my wife 
thought it was phenomenal. <laughs> oh, you'll get used to that, buddy. You'll get used to that, buddy. I don't think my wife is uh, up yet uh, commenting on the feed, but that's just that's just part of the gig. Uh, we just, uh, um, you know, you, you embarrass your wife, and then uh, everyone laughs at your expense, and then uh, people buy the products that you're hawking. That's Ex- the deal. Exactly. I got a lot of messages about it, so... The approval rating, like I said, was through the roof. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw, I'm sure you saw my wife's comment. It was my game. favorite, one of my favorite uh, social media moments of 2020. Uh, I was like, can you give me any leads, leads on, on a, a new husband? husband? And I was like, you know, it's not something I've generated leads for. In but the past, I probably but I could. I mean, you know, depending upon the dollar amount. <laughs> With the right ad spend and keyword yeah, and yeah. search engine optimization, we might be set, able to get someone in the there. expectations. There's probably going to be some weirdos in there. But. Oh, I, I I don't know how to tell her that that was as tame as our commercials with you were going to get. It's going to really start getting weird when we're like jumping dirt bikes through flaming hoops and things like that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's <laughs> No, I, that's something I'm kind of glad that you, I think we're probably, um, you know, everybody kind of is in their own head, uh, I think sometimes, and maybe has a hard time valuing different things that they're doing. Some of the things that Steve and I do as, as passion projects or for fun actually do present real value. And I think every now and then like these light bulbs go off for us, it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe there's a vehicle here that, that makes this whole thing, uh, possible. That's a little different than advertising. And I was talking to you about having seen social media managers and and people like that that are that are running digital marketing for some companies and what they'll do is they'll be running multiple companies at once and they'll have a, a you know a page manager or something and you can always tell which businesses they're with because pretty much on the same timeline all of those businesses if you happen to follow multiple ones are sharing the exact same articles and things like that and that just seems really um stale you know and and i mean honestly it uh um you know kind of i don't don't want to say fake but it's like it's not super genuine content like i want to engage with brands where i know they're uh, you know on the other end of it's a human like me that is you know that is uh uh, you know has a family they're taking care of has a has a circle that is doing charitable things uh has a sense of humor like isn't taking all of this so seriously and honestly is willing to have enough fun uh, uh, portraying their value to me, they're willing to have enough fun that I just don't feel like I'm just a, a number to them, a, a thing on the spreadsheet to check off. Absolutely. And that's the thing about, especially video content, you can share, you know, clips of different things that have either happened in your business or, you know, just take a video off of anything. But if it's not live, if it's not unique, if it's not, you know, actually doing something outside the box, you know, it, it does kind of look more of that kind of stale, just generic thing. Sure. It, when businesses are trying to stick out from the crowd, especially on the line, like you got to find something in your advertising that people are going to scroll or see and stop. You know, totally. Like the, the WTF stuff. The WTF about. moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think as a kid I could have appreciated how brilliant like the Schweig Angle guys were or Becky, the carpet queen oh, was yeah. or yeah. like, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, man, this is like weird. weird. And yep. also mm-hmm. like and it was maybe partially because like those commercials aired at like when I was way past my bedtime and yeah. things like. But honestly, like if you would have asked me about carpet from 1986 to 1999, I would tell you the one place that I knew where you could go to get carpet. Absolutely. And that was at Becky, the carpet queen, the gal 
flying a rug under the arch. <laughs> you know? Yep. Uh, so maybe uh, Ms. Marketing needs to do some pull-ups on the arch or something and like that. I think we were, you know, the, the dumbbells were, it was a start. And yeah. We'll maybe, we'll maybe do some push-ups and things like no that doubt. after yep. that. Oil but, probably was missing from the equation. Yeah. Delaney, you're going to love the next one. <laughs> so many ideas are running <laughs> through. Just, uh, the hamsters are sprinting yeah, right now. It's uh yeah, there's there's so many opportunities. But like I said, that's that's kind of what we were talking about earlier is that with what you guys do, especially what you're offering with some advertising and things like that, it's really unique for what you what market you guys are in. You know, you're a hybrid model with what you guys do and and that's unique in and of itself, but with the content you guys are producing, with the value of your audience and how it's growing, there's so many unique things that you guys bring that it's just like once we started talking, you know, I, I see you guys, I'm in the group. I I've seen your guys show, you know, you kind of, kind of think that, you know, what's going on behind the scenes and you really don't yeah. until you, you know, we really have those conversations, which like I said, I think there's so many opportunities for what you guys are doing. And it's like I said, the, the work in and of itself. I mean, that video you guys saw, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you like, this was something I, you know, and, and one of the things, one of the challenges being kind of a two-man operation with some spot helpers, you know, here and there is that, uh, you know, being trying to create content and then also trying to balance business. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is, is that the value that we probably provide to businesses is to take that create content thing off of their plate. Mm -hmm. We still have to run our business, but it's funny the things that we have, we feel as though we need to focus on in order to kind of continue to cultivate a community build a space for people to gather but really i mean the 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 thing that we should sell the the value that we should sell is like i want everybody to know if they have a small business there's something that we can do for you that fits in your advertising budget that's going to I sell promotional products. It's yeah. going to play better than 150 koozies. Yep. You know oh, what I'm absolutely. saying? Like, it's 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 going to get you. But you're, you you the language you speak is ROI. Yep. Right. And um, when I sell uh, promotional products, uh, apparel, anything like that, uh, I try to remind people that it's it's great to get a thousand of the cheapest thing you can and kind of blanket everywhere. But mm-hmm. if all of those things that end up in the trash or in a drunk drawer, yep. they're not getting any impressions, exactly. and that doesn't make sense. So. Yep when I'm selling promotional products, I kind of encourage people, you know, spend the extra 30 cents an item and get that like next step up of something that people are actually going to use, yep. you know, and I try to sell higher dollar, you know, nicer shirts, things like that. Because if you want people wearing your brand, you want them to feel good about wearing your brand, oh, you know, and uh, good morning, uh, Ross. How are you, sir? <laughs> uh, good morning, Sophia. <clears throat> so um, that's, that's kind of the, the same situation here is I think a lot of people have in their idea or they've been given ad sheets by radio stations. Mm-hmm. They've been given ad sheets by television stations and things like that. And, you know, I mean, you shoot a commercial, you're talking about something that, you know, goes a couple of grand easy. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. And, and and not to mention, you know, there's not, I mean, you guys have so many different, you know, one, props, but two, but two, so many different things that you guys can do with it. Sure. Um, you can make it into, you know, longer, longer video, short clips, things like that. And it's stuff that you can continuously you know, repeat, I was just super impressed with one, how quickly you guys did it with what you guys were doing and, and the opportunities that we could have with just that one video. Steve's a savant. Uh, he is. He's, he's, I, a, he's, I mean, a, he's got a, he's got a weird knack for just being able to see 
something that isn't there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, he's he's a blast to be around yeah. for it because that's yeah. uh, we're constant, dude. We, we're okay. So we're rolling out this just a sidebar for a second. We're, <laughs> we're rolling out a. Uh, uh, a, a show called Who's Your Own Adventure with a friend of ours, and it's going to be a choose your own adventure tabletop role playing game that it's going to be on Twitch, and people will be able to follow along. And we've created this whole universe, and I'm I'm telling Steve about it, and he's like, ah, I don't know, man, like, I, I don't know if I get role playing. I just I don't know if it makes sense. And my buddy's like, he's got more wigs than yeah. any human I know. <laughs> he role plays around the clock. Yeah. So uh, uh, we, you know, it, it, it's it's funny to me that. <clears throat> It actually does very much come naturally to him oh, yeah. to do that. I mean, if anybody's seen his blues heart or anything like that where he's pumping up the blues, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll share it with you if you haven't. But, you know, he's, he's getting everybody psyched uh, instead of Mel Gibson. Uh, and um, anyway, the guy sees something and he makes it happen. We, he, told, he gave me an idea of a picture to pull up. He set up a little station for you. I'd say... We were in and out, shot the commercial in less than 30 minutes. We had it wrapped inside of two hours. Oh, yeah. And you had, inside of five hours, you had a couple hundred people engage your page and yeah. engage you on social media. I mean, it was it was insane. I mean, I, I knew that, you know, one, you guys have the creative side. I've, I've seen your stuff. But, like, he came up with it in literally the 30 seconds after I got here. Yeah. So I was just like, wow. And, like, obviously, you know, I've seen, you know, the Bobby Battlehawk stuff. I've seen, you know, the, the, uh, the blues stuff, which is all – freaking hilarious but i work with small businesses you know all over the country all the time and they're looking for ways to stick out from the crowd and with what we do you know we have creative ways to do it but there's nothing more creative and nothing more unique than a video um and i think kind of what you were saying earlier it almost takes someone outside of the realm of what you guys are doing to mm -hmm. say hey you guys have gold here yeah and that you know like you said you guys are passionate about this stuff yeah. And I'm like, no, you guys have a gold mine here because this is what businesses want. Well, it really that I mean that that couldn't come at a better time. And I know Steve's probably listening on his way here uh, uh, because, you know, we there are things that are frustrating about we're doing we, we realize that what we're doing circumvents the masters. Right. Like we, we we are not paying for television time. We are not paying for radio time anymore, though. We did enjoy our time on the radio and mm -hmm. may explore that again later down the road. But. But what we, you know, what we started here, it has gatekeepers. No matter how much I, you know, yesterday our program got shut down on Facebook after a couple of minutes because you, because a bot heard a couple of notes that probably in of either free use, free domain music, or in something that we actually made because everything that we make, we understand. We've been shut down for having other people's music play, especially when we were on the radio. Mm -hmm. We would try to live broadcast, you know, on the radio. You get a, a minute in. Uh, and out for for intros and outros uh, for for anything on the on on the radio anything that's playing any kind of popular music well that's fine on the radio you're allowed to do that but as soon as you pipe that stream into Facebook if it's more than thirty seconds they shut the feed down so we learned our lesson and we just stopped playing we even had the radio station producer like hey I know this is kind of what you do stop playing other people's music sure you know like <laughs> here here here's a here's a music bed you can use yeah. Um, but it starts to get frustrating when you have, uh, you know, algorithms uh, shutting you down when you're actually playing by the rules. And so there's it's a growing pain. I think that everything's going to get better. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's one of those things that we realize it gets very disheartening 
when you put together a show, you try to kind of produce something with some value and also kind of a professional edge to it. And then no matter how much you pay or how much organic reach or how much you have, you know, certain powers to be kind of throttle them down. And I mean, I'm not too proud to admit that man, like if, if you're running a business and you don't have somebody that this, that what they do is social media management or, you know, digital marketing, uh, you, you need to invest in that because I think the rules are changing so fast. I, I think I even told you, I don't listen. If Facebook says, Hey, it costs this much money for this many people to see it. That's yeah. fine. That's a model. I can say, okay, well, here's my cost. Yep. Here's how much I mark it up. Yep. This is your value. Yep. But I don't, but we're playing a game that we don't know the rules to, mm-hmm. you know, no, we're absolutely. guessing at it and, and they're making money off of it regardless. Yep. So they don't really care. Yep. I don't think that we could ever, uh, get a, a hundred percent engagement with all of our fans without just spending, especially in an election season. Am yeah. I crazy to think that during election season, like the spend is so much from these campaigns that everybody else's ads are just kind of. Yes. And no, I mean the, pro- the, the problem with all of it, I mean, even on, on Google on any platform is they're seeing that people are investing in it and especially, so I would, I would say it even went back to right when, you know, COVID started. Sure. It was one of those things where, where you would literally see and where my business started to grow is people were advertising incorrectly. So I'm getting Mm -hmm. targeted for things when I'm in St. Louis and they're in Dallas, California, Florida, but they're a local plumber. Obviously, you know, they're they're doing it wrong. So Facebook knew that and and Google knew that businesses were going to try to go online because that's where everyone was at. Yep. So it drove, I mean, and there it's gone in waves. There's been times where, you know, the engagement or cost per leads or things like that have gone up, they've gone down. So it's kind of in a cycle. It's starting to even out a little bit. Um, but the problem again is, is that, um, if you try to, to do it yourself or you don't have a plan or you don't have something unique, you don't have a unique offer, you don't have a unique video, right. Um, you know, that's your problem and people don't realize what, they could do if they just had a video or if they just did advertising with you guys or worked with a, a company like us because um, while it might be uh, they look at it potentially as an expense up front, it's really an investment because if they're trying to do it on their own and they do it for four months and spend you know whatever they spend, they could have just done it one time, mm-hmm. had you know a viral video kind of like what sure. we did the other day sure. and they're on their way. Yep. I mean, it's kind of those things where if you're – a plumber or if you're any sort of business that's trying to go online and there's 10 of your competitors all doing the same thing like you're obviously going to stop when the one guy's trying to you know lift weights with a guy with the george washington wig on absolutely and, and, uh and you doing whatever you <laughs> <So>. crazy fisherman <laughs> he's a crazy uh charter fisher guy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was funny so i got a text i didn't realize that you knew uh brian schwabe uh, he was in my he, he was, was actually a, in my bni yeah so i uh I hang out. I went to high school with him, but hang out with him all the time. He's like, I didn't know Bobby the Bellhawk uh, also chartered. Uh, that is trips. hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, I love me some Schwabe. He's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, he's he's a good little ball player. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. Like, we played softball against him out, and uh, he'd always he's like, oh, I play a little ball when we were in BNI. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. like he, he play he tries to, he plays all the time. I he think. he can hit yeah. a ball, dude. Oh, yeah. He's a good little ball player. All right, uh, so uh, we were talking about you know with the the ability to reach people on Facebook like I I'm, I feel like I'm always guessing and I also feel like there is it's interesting right like I demographically it seems like Facebook are people my age 
and older for the most part. There's a little buffer, you know, I mean, probably an eight to 10 year buffer where there's still some people, but I mean, I can tell you my, my kid who is a teenager has no uh, desire to be on Facebook. He's Mm -hmm. not moving in that direction. All of the content that they're consuming is shorter and Mm -hmm. shorter and shorter and shorter. And Mm -hmm. so finding, you know, finding ways to, get a, 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 a branded message across with it's really the whole influencer world is, is really an interesting one. Like seeing what my eight year old and what my 13 year old get up for is pretty crazy. But you'd mentioned like how that had gone kind of semi viral for you. I feel like going viral is just kind of like hitting the lottery, but once you do it yeah. like truly viral, mm-hmm. once you have that one, you gather the 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 organic likes and follows Absolutely. that the next one's that much easier and then yeah. once you put a couple of them together then you've got yourself like a a, a national brand or an international brand yeah. you know oh i mean and and i guess you know in terms of viral you know for those people probably wondering i mean that that's probably one of the the posts in my entire facebook however long i've been facebook that's been liked the most comments most on, engaged with most, yeah obviously um you know getting married or yep. you know i think that's a, mine moving a house getting you know married. like those yeah. things but like just a just a generic everyday post uh, and i i'm not even kidding like i i've probably gotten three clients that will legitimately move forward that messaged me like hey this caught my eye like we we always knew what you did yeah. But like, this is just funny. Like right. you're a true person, like and literally. And I had, it, I had, it made I had you, it made you a, a, a friend to yeah. them. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It broke down the barrier. And that, you know, that's what, that's what the, one of the try to things that like, I was kind of t- talking with you guys about the other day, people that just post strictly business, 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 business are the ones that that's how people are always going to view them. People want right. to do business with people. They do business with people that they, they like, that they trust, that they know. Sure. So breaking down that barrier is huge, but even more importantly is there's multiple platforms that you can be on. Like you said earlier, some people, especially growing up, they're on freaking TikTok, Instagram, doing all those other things. Mm-hmm. And it's just so unique to how things are, are transpiring. So if you're not out in front of those things and you're not producing the content, you're just going to be left behind. Absolutely. That's, that's kind of the thing. And the other, the other crazy thing, just again, kind of going back to – still just so impressed with what you guys did is there's a lot of other companies that are out there producing video content, you know, video content. There, there's great people that do the video. What's crazy about what you guys can do is like you said, you can come up with a slogan. You can, I mean, yeah. between you and Steve, like you guys are the masters behind that stuff. So most video companies will be like, Hey, come to us with an idea of what you want. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, if, if, if the yeah, not everybody's you, a, quite a natural not, like you either, uh, Adam, but, like, but, you know, but you would be surprised that there are companies that whether they, they probably have a the slogan or a tagline, but they're like, we don't know what would catch people's eyes. And that's sure. where you can come in and just be like, Hey, like, let's try a couple of different things. Totally. Like, and that's, what's unique because you know, there are people will be like, Hey, stand here, do this, do that. But your guys' minds just think on, on a different level, and it could be a good or a bad thing. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Steve and I talk all the time. It's like we got to find the proper balance between, you know, kind of straight men and, 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 and the guys that tell dick jokes at 8 in the morning. Uh, you know, but, but, I mean, also we've seen successful models of this type of 
not only humor. I mean, listen, for all of the, the crass humor that we might put out there, we're also very willing to be vulnerable and real ourselves. Yeah. We sit up here, we'll mm -hmm. tell a tell a story, we'll tell a, about how someone's sick close to the, the Hoosiers fist to get fan, like how they affect us. And we try to really get our, our, our hands in the, in the garden, our hands mm -hmm. in the dirt, you yeah. know? Um, and so hopefully that is, you know, uh, we're just trying to figure this thing out just as much as anybody else watching this thing. Uh, if we can make you laugh along the way, like I wish if I could sell anything in this world and I've been a salesman for the last 15 years, if I could sell anything in this world, I would sell like, uh, a, a campfire experience with Steve Elgin where I really, I mean, honestly, where yeah. he's got his guitar and uh, we've got uh, 15 to 20 people around a campfire. Um, it sounds like a John Hughes movie and it kind of is, but I've never laughed. And I mean, I, this happens consistently. I've never laughed as hard. I've never seen as many people laughing as hard as, uh, because that's where he's in his element. Oh, and, yeah. and you give him the same thing here. You give him a green screen. The guy's, he's, he's sneaky, he's sneaky smart. Yeah. And we're just trying to create a little bit of value. So, you know, the commercials we run on our show, because we kind of know who our fans are, they might be a little racier. But, like, we want, we want the average, you know, insurance agent or whatever to know that, hey, yeah. man, like, here, this is, this is available to you. Yep. And this is something that might just help you. Which good luck on insurance agents because we got James Carlton and his commercials are going to blow yours away because he was our first sponsor ever and he's also the best insurance agent guy ever. Uh, but a little, little shameless pug for the best insurance guy in the game. Point is, is that we take, uh, we want to take small businesses and give them something that a we can put a, a, a fair value on that feeds our kids and b they actually honestly we are probably undervalue it because 100%. we don't under because a lot of the businesses that we do pertain to one closed one closed lead would pay for yep. you know uh, the next three of those videos exactly. you know so exactly. that's something that i think about but also i'm happy to set a value that i'm comfortable with uh this is what we like to do give me a reason to come into this place right mm -hmm. here uh and and get our juices flowing like mm -hmm. we and we're constantly finding stuff out ourselves like when we start to shoot little skits for for the show we have this dare lion skit which uh is hilarious and like you know steve called me up one night and these are my favorite things he calls me up and he's like hey man uh i'm buying a uh, he's like i'm using the company card i'm buying a dare lion costume and i'm like that's that's brilliant you don't even have to say anything else get the dare lion costume see if they're running a deal on uh, mcgruff the crime dog too just in case i don't know maybe there's two for one you know yeah. i don't know oh, yeah. um but then you know setting up that scene and then realizing with the dimension that this new space gives us because we were a little bit we could still shoot some fun stuff uh, in our old place but it was a little more cramped here we can kind of move around we can put props in front of us get some depth in front of us all of a sudden like I'll be darned if we didn't like have a where we were sitting in uh, you know in the halls of Congress like and it looked like we were sitting where they sit and oh, like yeah. it, with what we have now we have the same amount of equipment and but we just have more space and space with that too. space that just allows our gears to run uh, that much faster, oh, you know, absolutely. that much better. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. That's hundred percent. I want to make, I want to make, uh, you actually do sell a campfire experience with Steve Elgin. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, get your tickets for Cotillion. <laughs> it's invite only though. So, uh, <laughs> that's actually true. That's fair. Get that TikTok ass shaking boys. Uh, yes, I will do that. I listen when TikTok first came out, I told Steve, I'm like, I don't feel like there's many opportunities where you can seize like a new social media platform, coming online 
uh, and be like an early user in it, uh, we should maybe look into doing this. And he like, we got on there and like a, for the first little while, it was just people lip syncing to whatever. And he's like, this app kills my soul. I'm not getting on here. And I'm like, I get it. But now I'm like, yeah. hey, we missed the boat on yeah, that I one. Know. But like, I don't know. It's, it's too late. It's too late. There'll down. be something new. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be something. We've actually, I'll tell you what's really cool. Uh, never been a TikToker, but Instagram reels is really neat. Like it's their equivalent of TikTok. If you guys haven't checked that out and you're on Instagram, the effects and things that we can put on there, we've put some pretty neat videos together with gravity wells and planets floating around the room. There's augmented reality built into it. I think reels will probably eventually get, you know, when, when people realize how awesome it actually is, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a nice little substitute. So oh, check yeah. out our reels, like us on Instagram, weirdos at Hoosier Sophisticate. <laughs> Um, so Adam, what, uh, what do I need? What's the first step I need to do to, I mean, I'm, I'm starting a, I'm starting a new business off and we're going a little over here. I'm starting a new business off. And, uh, I, I, I sometimes wonder like with where we're at, if maybe what it would be like to, what's the best path forward to start a business page and like, wh where's your, you know, where should your advertising dollars go? And what is it that you need to really keep in mind? when you know engaging in social media besides hiring ms marketing to do it for you yeah absolutely so in terms of building out your own business page it it's really twofold um kind of what we were talking about the other day is i have had a lot of success not only talking about my business on my business page but also on my personal page sure so with, with facebook it's it's all about consistency and with what that means is it can take up to 18 months uh, to really build a consistent brand outside of paid advertising. So I always recommend, you know, starting from day one, whatever you decide that that consistency is for you, whether it's once a day, twice a day, keep it, you know, consistent mm -hmm. with the times mm -hmm. um, as far as how you're posting every single day. Um, and then just, just build it up, but also post on your personal page and don't just keep it about business, keep it about customer testimonials, keep it about um, just things that are going on in your particular industry. Or like you said, just kind of be kind of be genuine, be real totally and, and just yep. talk about your, uh, you know, what's going on in life, what's going on, um, you know, with things in the world and, and all that good stuff. But um, I would always recommend trying to utilize some sort of paid advertising um, and utilizing it with uh, business manager. So a lot of people don't know about business manager. If you run your own business or it's a totally to own, different it's Facebook, totally dude. different Facebook. And, and so what that allows you to do is everyone thinks I want to boost this post. Facebook makes a ton of money off people boosting a post. That's basically just, you know, sponsoring a quick thing, getting a couple extra thumbs up. And there's really not it's fine if you just have one post that you're trying to boost and you have no objective to grow that further. Um, and then the other thing is they, they everyone thinks that, you know, I'm going to run a campaign to get likes to my Facebook page. And again, those are expensive. So putting out kind of an ad that engages with the audience, whether it would be a, actually a, a post engagement or just traffic to get there, that's really what you need to do. And you don't have to have a massive budget. You just have to be consistent with that budget. Mm -hmm. So whether it's, you know, a couple bucks a day, 10 bucks a day getting started, but it also is going to depend on what industry you're in. But again, it's just about being consistent on there from the start. Mm -hmm. If you try to go three months without doing anything, you're going to be basically put back to the start. It's kind of like running a marathon like we're talking sure. the other day. 
be consistent and get forward in that effort. But also don't forget about your personal page because people are going to ultimately go and like whatever page you're promoting because sure. they, they, they trust you. They know your brand. They want to do business with you. No so, doubt, man. Yeah. That's awesome, brother. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, we're a little after the uh, 8 o'clock hour. I'm going to jump to break here. Uh, and you can see some more of these. I'm sure you've already seen them because you're, you're a rabid fan of Hoosier Sophisticated. <laughs> uh, but um, – I, I'm really excited about working with you, dude. Uh, we, I mean, the the value that you you know you talked about the value that we brought to you with that video, you showing us business manager and just how that works. Like I, I spent the rest of the day, and a lot of times what I'm guilty of is because my 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 business page is uh, you know linked to my personal page. A lot of times I'll engage from my business page on my phone, or I think I am, but then I'm actually only commenting as me or whatever. Yeah. So things that I feel as though I am actually engaging with customers yeah. with, I'm not mm -hmm. through the business page. I'm yeah. doing it through me or something yeah. like that. Looking at that as like the interface where Hoosier Sophisticate does business online is is going to be a game changer for oh, sure. Yeah. And I mean, this is, you know, on the heels of we open this up talking about you know, streaming on Facebook is hard. Uh, uh, it's it's seemingly harder than every other streaming platform there is. Um, and I'm not 100% certain because of how good some people are at SEO, like that some of the things that we're doing and some of the programs we're using to stream isn't maybe hurting uh, what's what's going on out there. But you brought tremendous value to us in a short amount of time. I'm happy to do the same. And I think we can do some really cool stuff. And I want people with small businesses to know that like this is within their this is in their yeah. budget. Oh, absolutely. This is in their budget to yeah. work with you, to work with us. 100%. And we will we will make you something that will if you can't figure out why your posts aren't getting engagement, uh, uh and this is something that I can't figure out sometimes. Yeah. Steve, Steve's pulling his hair. He's like, what do these people want from me? <laughs> we watch a video of these guys humping to Fleetwood Mac, and I was like, people will never know how much I hate that yeah, video yeah, yeah, when yeah. I write a script to something. Like, you know, when I when yeah. I go through everything else, I'm like, why is that the thing that goes viral? Why is that? Who knows? I can't ask myself that question. I just got to keep plugging along and making fun stuff that I know uh, real people are engaging with. Yeah. Because that's another thing I think a lot of times there's like, share farms and things like that where yeah. like people get a hold of it and you start to see views climbing and then you know maybe it helps with organic reach but yeah. i think a lot of the uh the uh, uh the live analytics that you can see like on facebook like so many views or whatever yeah. i think so much of that is kind of nonsensical and i can i can kind of prove it based on what it says on the platform versus what it says in my insights mm -hmm. i can see how long people are engaged for how much they're commenting you know so <clears throat> um uh, point is, uh, we want to make cool stuff so that you don't have to. You can do what you do best, which mm -hmm. is you know run your company, uh, find ways for your company to be more profitable, and uh, leave it to us to get as many people as possible yeah. to to you know be a patron yeah. of your company. So uh, and and you help by finding keys to the gates to let people you know into other people's feeds. And uh, we, we try to provide the content that uh, that gets through. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on and look forward to uh, working with you guys. I'm excited and about back it, brother. on in the future. I'm excited yeah. about it, brother. Appreciate Ms. it. Ms. Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Elk.
Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary, sentient, artificial intelligence, flora and fauna alike, to the second hour of the Hoosier Sophisticate Morning Show, Friday, October 23rd, year of our Lord 2020. I'm glad you all have joined us this morning. Uh, no word from Steve. I hope he's okay. I'm going to check in on him. Uh, I think his little, I think his little booty hurts. His little booty hurts him today. So, um, guys, uh, I want you to know. Um, this is something that uh, you know what I didn't do today. I should, probably should have done this before Adam came on with his big old brain and his big words. Uh, I'm going to take a little dropper of my native hemp extract, and what it's going to do is it's going to improve my cognitive function. Probably going to help a little bit with some neuroplasticity. If I had to guess, it's going to keep my memories where they're supposed to be, right here in my big old brain. Okay, so I'm going to take this little guy. I'm going to go down the hatch. And what you're going to do is you're going to be like, man, I, I want to improve cognitive abilities. I, I, I want to keep my memories safe. They're my greatest treasure. I need 1,800 milligrams of total cannabinoid goodness. I'm going to go to HoosierSophisticate.com. I'm going to click on the Native Hemp Extract tab. It's going to take me to Native Hemp site. Then what I'm going to do is when I check out with any of his awesome a uh, 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 full spectrum uh, uh, hemp flower uh, products. I know that if I enter the code HOSO, H-O-S-O, if I enter the code HOSO, H-O-S-O at checkout, it's going to get me 30% off. The 1800 milligram bottle of native hemp extract, it's like a $120 bottle of, of oil. You're going to get it for 84 bucks to your door with your code HOSO. H-O-S-O. Make it happen. It's right underneath me right now. It's right underneath me. Right freaking there. Okay? James Carlton, State Farm, 314-961-4800. I called James. I said, James, I got a little crack in my windshield. Is this going to cost me uh, uh, one of my children? Am I going to have to pay uh, uh, with with my youngest, uh, 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 my youngest born child? And he said, Craig, I set you up. So that you don't have a deductible, bud. And I would have never believed it because my rate is ridiculously affordable. I have no deductible. Someone's going to come and put a brand new windshield in my little mini-mini. Okay? And that's because James Carlton has been looking out for me since day one. You need insurance. You're not buying from James Carlton. Ask yourself, why don't I find myself worthy of the greatest customer service in all the land? Why don't I uh, find my, the things that I work hard for, uh, important enough to protect. You can ask yourself those questions and then you can call James Carlton at 314-961-4800. You can say, Hey, Craig sold me on this idea that you're the best insurance agent in the game. Prove it. What he's going to do. He's going to start dancing right there in front of you. He's going to challenge you to a dance off. And then He's going, to, he's going to let you win because that's the kind of guy he is. He's going to make you think that he's really trying. He's not. He's an unbelievable dancer. And then uh, he's going to make you feel good about doing business with him. James Carlton, State Farm, carltoninsurance.net, Sweetleaf freaking Emporium, okay? Uh, they make this whole studio happen, okay? Uh, you heard Adam McChesney. We're pretty much the most brilliant content creators <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. Uh, so... Um, and Sweetleaf makes that possible. They give us a room where we can do some calisthenics. And you can hear my shoes squeaking. All right? We can do all kinds of stuff here. And what we can really do that serves our little soul and our, our servant's heart is we can help 
uh, people in the community that need our help. The Matthews family added another family to the Sophisticated Hoosiers group uh, last night. And I got to tell you, I'm super excited they're on board because I met this family at Little Aubrey's funeral. Uh, and they just seem like they're as good as they come. Uh, so <clears throat> we're going to rally around them and we're going to help them out. We're going to help them out in their time of need. Uh, so, and that's just kind of what this is. That's what this whole thing is. That's what this show is. It's a, it, this show is a, is a placeholder for the in-between moments where we're creating magic. That's what we're doing. We are. Okay. Dennison, I'm glad you brought it up. It's a great segue, my man. Uh, we are quitting Facebook. Um, we are quitting Facebook. I didn't today uh, because we were having Adam in here. Also, I'd like to just kind of see, uh, I'd like to, to measure an entire week out uh, and see kind of what it does. We saw almost no uh, difference in our analytics yesterday. Everybody was happy to move to Periscope, Twitch, uh, or, or um, YouTube. Uh, to watch the show. Um, and it's part of the reason why I know Facebook is, I mean, first off, I know because we haven't used anybody else's material. Um, everything we record is free use or public domain, or we make it ourselves. Um, and, uh, I, I know that I know that to be true, but also any of the other places we're streaming, which have pretty much just as sophisticated, uh, AIs to detect such things. Um, uh, none of them uh, throttled us. So that gets hard. Uh, it, it's nice to be on Facebook because this is where our this is where our group is uh, where our group is at. Um, but uh, Twitch has been working good for the DJ live streams. I've been watching. Hell yeah. I, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of benefits to Twitch. Um, it's a platform that's completely dedicated to streaming. Uh, and so um, I, and it's uh, we'll probably engage a bit of a younger demographic there too to to add to this awesome demographic we've cultivated here. The challenge is is that you know Facebook there's two and a half billion users and the average person checks their phone I don't know 63 times a day or something like that something insane. Uh, it's just kind of the 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 lobby for everyone's brains where like everyone just kind of goes out and hangs out. So, um, it, it's, it, but here's the thing. If Facebook just puts brakes on it and doesn't allow it into people's feeds, regardless of our organic reach or regardless of if they've chosen to follow and get live notifications or anything like that, uh, then what's the point? Um, so it's also, it's just, it's, it feels very defeating to, uh, try and do that. And, uh, um, you know, ultimately have them shut down a stream and us have no recourse for that. So uh, I would really encourage you, if you're watching on Facebook today, to download the Periscope app, download the Twitch app. Uh, maybe if, if you're a YouTube uh, Red subscriber, I mean, you can watch on YouTube at home on your TV, which is pretty cool. But if you're uh, if you sub subscribe to uh, YouTube Premium, uh, you can, of course, play the show when your phone is uh, closed down or, you know, in the background. You can do that for free with Periscope or Twitch. Uh, tw Twitch also has an audio only option. So um, Twitch has been uh, Twitch has been, I, you know, I, I think my kind of favorite platform to to learn and interact with. But Periscope really has been pretty good, too. I actually just kind of thought I didn't realize that Periscope. Uh, this is the dinosaur that I am. I didn't realize that it was still like this separate thing from Twitter. 
right? Uh, and so even when I was uh, streaming through Twitter uh, or watching it on Twitter, I didn't have the Periscope app. They are two separate entities. So if you're watching on Twitter and you try to put Twitter in the background, the show's not going to keep playing. However, if you're watching on Periscope and you put it in the background, it will continue playing. There's some pointers. Next week, we will not be on Facebook. We're going to be on those three platforms. And then we're going to kind of just try and figure out what makes the most sense? Do you do you get everybody so where they can uh, you know uh, 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 participate in the same chat? I think we kind of do that here. I'm not sure how many people watch the chat on the show uh, uh, yet, uh, but this is a way for us to multi-stream to these different platforms and be able to allow you guys to chat with one another. So hopefully you're into that. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep trying this thing out, figure it all out. Periscope Periscope is old school. I feel like Periscope is older than Twitter. Maybe it is. I I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe Twitter bought it up. You're probably right. You're probably right, Dennison. You're right about a lot of stuff. It's because you keep a healthy amount of native hemp extract in your gullet. Sweetness. Can't wait to promote and have people join your journey on the other platforms. Exciting times. Hell yeah, Ricky. That's what it's all about. Uh, <clears throat> Facebook is. Uh, just a challenge, you know, and uh, I'm not going to get down about it because Facebook does offer me an incredible amount of value with the sophisticated Hoosiers fan group. And if you're watching the show, but you're not a part of that, uh, you should probably join because if you find any kind of value in this show, you'll find tons of value in this group where uh, we specialize in the most sophomoric of jokes uh, and also the, the deepest heartfelt love ever. And there's like five offshoots of the group, too, which is always very interesting. Guys, one of the things we talk about, uh, Steve talks about cannabis quite a bit. I talk about psychedelics quite a bit. Steve is the host of the Missouri Cannabis Podcast. I'm the host of the Missouri Psychedelic Podcast. Um, and then on the show, we've had, you know, uh, cannabis news and psychedelic uh, scrapbook for a very long time. On Twitch, you can host Hoosier Sophisticate to your channel. So if you have followers, they will be able to see it. Uh Okay, that's awesome, James Alexander Hilbig. That's real awesome. Uh, super cool. And I, <clears throat> Twitch is going to be, I think when we do Who's Your Own Adventure, it's going to be pretty exclusively, I think it's going to be exclusively on Twitch. Um, there's actually like RPG uh, channels. So people that are kind of already seeking out that content um, will have the opportunity to to, uh, you know, to find what will be the most unique tabletop role-playing game uh, I think they can stream anywhere. So I think it's going to be super fun. Uh, I would appreciate anybody that has a following on Twitch, of course, hosting Hoosier Sophisticate and allowing your followers to see it. We talk about cannabis and psychedelics. I am quite passionate about psychedelics. I think psychedelics are going to be the, I think they are the number one, or the, they're the single thing. Uh, that can affect the most change in our mental health uh, care crises uh, throughout the world. And uh, we have, for thousands of years, uh, we have used psychedelics to, to figure out our place in this infinite uh, Mandelbrot sequence we find ourselves in. And uh, psychedelics help us have a little glimpse into that. They help us with uh, debilitating depressions, post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, uh, a, a host of things. And I'm and they're showing that uh, they they help assist. The other day, I uh, replayed a psychedelic scrapbook where ayahuasca showed um, neurogenesis. It showed growth in brain cells and uh, brain mapping regions, uh, you know, throughout. So. Uh, there are also very real physical uh, health 
benefits to use uh, to using them i think that we are uh just beginning to scratch the surface on exploring uh lessons from ketamine and psilocybin this is from the psychiatric advisor uh, psychedelics are making their way out of the counterculture back into the mainstream with research and media interest in the mind-altering substances growing substantially some have even called psychedelics psychiatry's brave new world which sidebar not all that new of a world psychedelics uh, were originally used in psychiatry, they were found to be incredibly uh, effective uh, in, in different psychiatric practices. MDMA was developed as a, a relationship tool. Um, so they have been used in psychiatry and there have been, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up this, um, this book and I will uh, see if I can't get it on before the end of the broadcast just to show everybody what it is. But it's about this, this psychiatrist, uh, I believe in California, uh, who has been uh, underground uh, treating people with unbelievable success uh, for like the last 50 years. So um, they are using psychedelics and transcranial magnetic stimulation to cause nerve regrowth in research studies. Yeah, man, that's what's up. I mean, there is there is so much um, to be said for the efficacy of psychedelics as a medicine. Uh, we went to a little over a year ago, we went to the University of Michigan at Ann Arbor, and we got to see uh, probably a dozen, if not more, of the world's leading researchers in psychedelics, uh, people that are absolutely brilliant fellows and professors at universities all over the world, just uh, talk brain science, talk neuroscience, uh, and how uh, psychedelics and shamanic drumming uh, help affect those things. Uh, the revital revitalization of psychedelics has occurred alongside a shift away from the research and development of traditional psychiatric medications by leading pharmaceutical companies. Research on psychedelics, however, remains difficult given serious legal and regulatory barriers to studying these substances in laboratory settings. The history of psychedelics in the counterculture of the 60s and in traditional indigenous medicine, as well as controversies surrounding their study and recreational use, have continued to make psychedelics somewhat taboo. Innovative research centers at top institutions such as John Hopkins and Imperial College, as well as the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, MAPS, have rigorously pursued the study of potential psychedelic treatments for psychiatric disorders in recent years. In addition, private enterprises like Compass Pathways, which, makes, or which became the first psychedelics company to go public in September 2020, and nonprofit organizations like USONA Institute are investing heavily in the future of psychedelics. These research efforts have brought together an unusual array of psychotherapists, alternative medicine advocates, private investors, philanthropists, neuroscientists, and even journalists and nutrition advocates like Michael Pollan, best-selling author of How to Change Your Mind, What the New Science of Psychedelics Teaches Us About Consciousness, Dying, Addiction, Depression, and Transcendence. This is uh, something that we've, you know, we've talked about mucho, mucho on the, sh on the, sh on the show. Um, let's see what we got here for a reattaching limbs and healing paralysis and shuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen, I told the story before and since Steve's not here, uh, I can, I can shout it out again. Uh, I had a case of Bell's palsy, uh, two, three years ago. Um, my face was paralyzed and it was terrifying, man. I couldn't blink, uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, I had no, I, I mean, this hit me so quick and we, like it, it hit me in such a weird way that like, I didn't know what I was dealing with. Uh, the internet was quick to, uh, educate me. 
Um, and it freaked me out, man, because there was, uh, you know, I was about to crack mentally, uh, a couple of, uh, weeks into this thing. And, um, because I couldn't blink, my eye was on fire. Uh, it was all just very difficult. And eventually, you know, I was just thinking about, uh, this, you know, this story I had read years before that was, um, talking about, you know, LSD and how, and, and, and psilocybin and how it lights up these different, uh, brain centers that don't normally communicate within the brain when people are under the influence of them. And I got to thinking about, uh, when I noticed that like Bell's palsy was like, essentially it's this nerve in your face that isn't firing. It's like a nerve center and all of these nerves that shoot off of it, um, <clears throat> you know, if that nerve center is not firing, then all of this is dead. And, and like, so I have this like crazy dumb hypothesis, right? I'm like, well, I'm just not getting electrical signals into my, into my nerve center there. And if I know anything about electrical signals, it's that psychedelics will activate them. Uh, this has been several years ago. And so, um, I go out into the woods, uh, and I had a, uh, <laughs> uh, a, uh, allegedly had a crumb of DMT and, um, in that moment, uh, in the, in the, um, the you know, leading up to my, to my, to my trip for the few minutes that I was in there, uh, I regained complete uh, function in my face. Um, it kind of started slowly. And, and what was interesting about it was, um, I could feel in that moment, my buddy, you know, reassuring me that, yeah, man, you're, you're blinking, you're, you know, your face is moving, your smile's moving. Cause I was like, I was locked like this. Like my face, it was crazy. Um, so <clears throat> I do this and my face all of a sudden kind of lets loose and, uh, and it was working in that moment. Now the, the unfortunate part was, um, the unfortunate part was, is that I, uh, it, I could feel it slipping away as, as I was, um, you know, exiting the, 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 the trip space. And, uh, so that was kind of frustrating. And I went back to not being able to blink and my eyes on fire and I'm like, oh, nothing's going to, nothing's going to help me. You know, no, I, I was convinced that this is what it was. And I, you know, there's no real kind of range for how long this lasts. Some people say it might last for, you know, a week or two. Some people say it lasts for a few months. And I'm like, I'm sitting here really like trying to figure out like a few months of this. I don't, I mean, really going through just a, a mental battle in my brain. And then I find out that some people never come back from it. You know, uh, some people never, <laughs> some people never have, uh, uh, you know, a good, um, they, they just never come back from it. Their face is always stuck like that. So then I really started getting lost in my brain and, um, uh, but I'll be damned if, uh, the next day I woke up and, I had just a little bit more function. I could kind of, kind of smile a little bit on the one side. I could almost blink my eye. And by uh, the next day, my face had pretty well let go with a little bit of restrictions. By day three, it, my, my face was completely healed. It's entirely possible that it was coincidental. I don't think it was, but it's entirely possible. Uh, and I told that story many times because I just had this dumb Hoosier hypothesis, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. I'm throwing stuff at the wall, see what sticks, you know? Um, but it did anecdotally kind of seem like it worked without any kind of control or anything to be able to prove that. So 
and being able to share that uh, experience uh, with some uh, neuroscientists in Michigan that had come from all over the world. This article had mentioned, you know, Johns Hopkins and uh, Imperial College. We, we sat at a tequila bar in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, 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 sipping tequila and, and having a conversation about, about these people studying these unbelievably fascinating chemicals. And there sat a professor from Johns Hopkins and a professor from Imperial College and, you know, a couple of fellows at uh, University of Michigan. And, of course, our, our buddy Shane Moss is a brilliant comedian. And uh, and and Steve and Tony and, and, like, we were just hanging out. And, oh, by the way, these fellows, they're, they're – the one guy's girlfriend is like this. She's, uh, you know, working on her doctorate in robotics or something. She's all into AI, like – we're sitting at a table with the most brilliant people. I'm telling this story kind of feeling like I have to qualify that I understand that I sound like a complete and utter madman. I get it. I understand. Uh, and like to have all of them reassuring me like, no, actually that makes quite a bit of sense. Like you're not, you're not going to, nobody here at this table is going to call you crazy. You know, not for, not for anything that you uh, uh, may have experienced in that space. So, uh, the point is, is that I do think that there are real physical, like we talk about how it's going to help with depression. We talk about how it's going to help with anxiety. Um, but we don't, uh, you know, we don't, we, we probably discount how much it will help, you know, um, physically. Um, because, you know, having, if you, if you've ever had a family member or anything that's, that you've, you've ever lost uh, somebody to Alzheimer's or whatever. It's uh, it's heartbreaking. Right. And your brain, um, it, like to, to see someone lose their brain like that is, uh, it's hard, you know, it's hard, especially when, when some of those memories that they're losing are you. Right. So, um, I'd like to see, you know, what psychedelics can do for people, this is something Steve talked about, I think maybe last week, but just to see what it can do for people with Alzheimer's, to see what it can do for people with stroke, just having experienced uh, a stroke-like paralysis in my face and what I think anecdotally kind of kind of worked with them, I think there's some real physical um, uh, ramifications. Uh, on March 5th, 2019, Esketamine nasal spray became the first Food and Drug Administration approved psychedelic treatment for a psychiatric disorder. The approval of intranasal esketamine has been widely heralded as one of the most exciting developments in psychiatry, opening up a new potential treatment for patients with refractory depression. In August 2020, the FDA extended its approval for esketamine in adults with major depressive disorder with acute suicidal ideation or behavior. Offered by prescription in the form of spravado and classified as a schedule three substance esketamine must be taken under supervision due to the risk of serious adverse outcomes related to dissociation and sedation in addition patients must take an oral antidepressant alongside esketamine why enrollment and concurrent therapy sessions may also play a role in facilitating positive outcomes let me just say that reading this out loud uh that's first off uh, esketamine is a, um, I think they, the, you know, it's an isomer. Uh, so it's just like, it's basically just flipped. Um, it's like ketamine, but from what I, from what a lot of people are saying, um, the analogs, uh, I think there's esketamine and arketamine. Uh, I think Rick Doblin told us that, you know, they work, but nothing works 
quite as well as just ketamine. The problem is, is ketamine's been around for a long time, and so pharmaceutical companies are not going to be able to make a bunch of money off of that, uh, which is, you know, par for the course. What is new to me uh, uh, reading this is that they must take an oral antidepressant alongside esketamine. Why? Oh, that is so dumb. I, I don't understand. Why would that be a, a, a why would that be like to prove that they're depressed? Like how fucking dumb is that? That like in order to understand uh, uh, the severity of depression, we have to look into someone's uh, uh, prescriptions and pharmaceutical drug use. Like I even think that that's kind of interesting in the Missouri cannabis scene. Like you can pretty well get written a, a, a recommendation for, for to be a cannabis patient for just about anything, for just about anything. But don't let it be a mental uh, a mental health thing, which. <laughs> It's probably what more people are using it for than anything. Um, but don't let it be that because you have to jump through all of these hoops and prove your history of, of mental health uh, 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 sickness. and the, like That to me is crazy. That is crazy talk. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, although escetamine produces psychedelic effects through glutamate receptor antagonism, the drug's psychedelic properties have not been a focal point for many advocates. Notably, the FDA approval ex uh, stresses the involvement of providers during esketamine administration, mainly for the safety of the patient and not for therapeutic purposes. However, some researchers are investigating potential applications of ketamine-assisted psychotherapy. Uh, I think it bears noting that MAPS, a multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies, uh, we're going ne next year in 2021, I'm, you know, there's a 98% chance, there's a 95% chance, maybe 98 is a little overzealous, there's a 95% chance that, uh, MDMA, Molly, uh, you know, what a lot of people press into ecstasy, uh, uh, you know, methyl dioxy, metham, methylene dioxy, methamphetamine, uh, it is going to be, uh, approved to be used in uh, therapeutic doses, uh, in therapeutic sessions. However, it's not MDMA that is being legalized by the FDA. It is MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. So I find it interesting that they recommend that, you know, the doctor is present for you to take your ketamine, or isketamine in this, in this sense. Uh, but don't do it alone because, it, because of how dissociative it is. But they're not, like, there is no therapy angle here. So that's interesting. The drug in this case is approved, uh, and therapy is or, uh, um, supervision is uh, recommended. Uh, but with MDMA, it's essentially the therapy that is approved with the MDMA. And uh, like Rick Doblin said, if you can get there with the therapy, then why take the drug? Uh, makes, you know, makes perfect sense. So um, it's, I just thought that that was, that was kind of interesting that with ketamine, they're not walking you through, they're just observing. Because if they're observing people on ketamine, they're probably observing people in La La Land. That's typically the case. Um, <clears throat> the initial trials of esketamine demonstrate that the new drug may help reduce depressive symptoms when taken alongside an antidepressant. A randomized double-blind active controlled study of 223 patients with treatment-resistant depression found a significantly greater decrease in Montgomery Asperg depression rating scale scores for adjunctive esketamine versus placebo after 28 days. Uh, double blind randomized studies of patients, uh, double blind, 
a double-blind, randomized study of patients with active suicidal ideation with intent found that patients treated with esketamine versus placebo had significantly lower depressive symptoms after four hours. However, they were, there were not any significant differences in improvements related to severity of suicidality. I'd love to see what the model is for um, uh, measuring that. And uh, let's see here. I've... Um, I've had a uh, ketamine is one that just I you know didn't I did not know anything about. Um, I've heard I heard of it. I heard that some people take it at festivals or whatever. Um, it, just the name is a little uh, aggressive for me. Um, but after seeing there's a video, and I wish I could play it here. I will post it in the sophisticated Hoosier. I'll post it from Hoosier Sophisticate. There's a video of a Canadian dad um, who uh, is just this, you know, gentle dude sitting there. And he had two sons complete suicide. And um, he, uh, it's one of the most heartbreaking videos ever. However, watching him uh, and hearing him, hearing his testimonial about what ketamine has done for him really urged me to kind of look more into what this thing is all about. I have met uh, in the streets so many people who ketamine has uh, changed in a uh, a truly profound way, Uh, whether that is, uh, you know, know, kind of curing or healing depression uh, or you know, um, helping them with addiction. That's one of the things that I think is, you know, when, when I say that, that psychedelics are most likely the, the one thing that we can do, there's so many things that we have to do. Um, but like the one thing I think that can make the most profound impact across a score of the, you know, the, our entire breadth of, uh, of, you know, mental health issues are psychedelics. Uh, that's, that's not just depression. That's not just anxiety. That's not just post-traumatic stress, but it's also addiction. Um, you know, there are certain psychedelics, uh, and dissociatives that have such an unbelievable, uh, track record helping people get off of opiates, uh, stop drinking, stop smoking cigarettes. There are bountiful scientific studies showing these things. It's really, really, really impressive. Um, I'm gonna break away for a minute because Bundren Property Group guys, what they do is they sell and they buy houses for you. Um, they make sure that you get the best deal. And I was talking about Adam Bundren the other night, and there was a there was a couple that really they just really liked this house. They really wanted this house. They were trying to muscle this guy uh, into. Uh, uh, they were trying to muscle Adam into saying, "Give the, get this, put this offer in." And Adam said, "Listen, you don't want to buy this house." I stand to make a, a, a fair amount of money selling you this house. You don't want to buy it. You're going to have massive problems in the future. The foundation is going to, is going to need a bunch of work inside of a couple of years. There's a bunch of houses. Let's go find another house. Let's go. Let's just go see what what I can put you in that you're going to like the same. That's not going to be a headache that has you cursing my name uh, three years down the road. When you're sitting there and you're just scrambling up some eggs and you're like, and everything's on a slope in your kitchen because your, your sub floor's falling out. And, and you're like, that damn Adam Bundren, 
he helped sell me this stupid lemon of a house. I get it. I get it. I understand why he is so, uh, you know, why he is so passionate about letting you know, I'm not selling you this lemon. There are other houses that I will put my name on. This ain't the one. Yeah, I know. I'm going to make way less money selling you that house over there. I get it. I get it. I want my name, my reputation with you as a salesperson that's looking out for your best interests, okay, is attached to you loving your house, not just today, but loving it years down the road. That's what Adam Bundren does at Bundren Property Group. You know what else he does? <laughs> he gives you this day in, in history. And in this day in history, uh, 1925, Johnny Carson was born. I would have thought he was older than that. 1925? Man, I would have thought he was I would have thought he was a lot older than that. I figured he was like a turn of the century guy. Eh, maybe not. I'm very close to someone with PTSD and she used ketamine once and only once a year ago and her symptoms of PTSD are almost completely gone. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've had um I've had people tell me some incredibly powerful stories uh that uh, about the, you know, the efficacy of, of ketamine. He's also a great friend, boss, and family man. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you want to get, get messed, mixed up in the weeds about what Adam Bundren is, sure. He's a good friend. He's a great husband, awesome father, uh, community leader, um, you know, scratch golfer, uh, uh songbird of his generation, um, grows arguably the best mullet I've ever seen. And I think his wife is foolish for letting him cut it off. Um, those are those are all things that uh, Adam Bundren uh, does and is. Um, he also lets you know that on this date in 1707, the first parliament of Great Britain met. So, you know, whatever. What does it all mean? That's what Bundren Property Group do. Uh, guys... Um, moving on to, uh, psilocybin, uh, psychedelic treatments may offer treatment benefits beyond their direct neurobiological effects. The psychedelic experience itself may allow providers an opportunity to work through therapeutical issues with patients, which is the case for psilocybin, the active ingredient of magic mushrooms and a five hydroxytryptamine to a receptor agonist. In contrast to esketamine, uh, researchers promote the psychedelic properties of psilocybin as a means of engaging with patients therapeutically as nut et al noted in their paper published in cell that's um oh dr nut is great you guys got to follow him on twitter he's he's phenomenal uh psychedelic therapy harnesses a therapeutic window opened up by the brain via the effects of the drugs to facilitate insight and emotional release uh currently there's promising evidence for psilocybin assisted psychotherapy a phase two study conducted by the the USONA Institute and granted a breakthrough therapy designation last year is investigating supervised single dose psilocybin administration as a treatment for patients with MDD. Uh, this is the study that's going on, uh, with, uh, Dr. Robin Carhart Harris. We actually, when we went to Michigan last year, we got to see a movie, uh, called, Hmm. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. Uh, in a promising open label feasibility study published in the Lancet Psychiatry, 
Robin L. Carhart-Harris, PhD, who directs the Center of Psychedelic Research Imperial College London in the United Kingdom, and colleagues found that depressive symptoms were reduced at one week and three months in patients with treatment-resistant depression who received two oral doses of psilocybin in a therapeutic setting. The investigators also noted that psilocybin was generally well-tolerated. Furthermore, psilocybin has reduced anxiety and depressive symptoms in patients with cancer, Demonstrating sustained improvements at, at six-month follow-up for nearly 80% of patients. Uh, that is incredible. One of the things uh, that, I, that I think of and, uh, you know, we talk about around here and especially, you know, Ram Das helped me understand it watching, uh, um, what is the name of the, uh, not dying to know, that's Ram Das, but... Um, there's a documentary with Timothy Leary and Ram Dass. I'm going to get this one for you, too, uh, that uh, they get to talk about the finding grace and dignity while dying. And um, if, if for anything, if we're not curing depression, if we're not curing post-traumatic stress, uh, you know, if we're not using it for a physical uh, symptom, one thing we can definitely look to is using these tools, these plant and fun, fungal teachers, and and honestly, lab created uh, teachers, medicines that um, help people help ease the anxiety of people nearing the end of their life. Uh, that is, I mean, is there anything that we could do that is more empathetic uh, to the to the human condition than helping people understand how? Um, kind of, you know, what we've been taught to fear is nothing to fear, just something to, uh, learn to transition into. And I believe that psychedelics, uh, also provide that pathway. So, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I, I, you know, I think that there is incredibly powerful, um, uh, you know, incredibly powerful things that are, that are available to us that we have to get out of our own way on. The, a lot of the cannabis community that we speak to, they know what cannabis is. And they're also typically because of how many people have had their minds completely changed by the medicine that cannabis is. They're also typically the ones that are most willing to listen about what psychedelics can potentially uh, provide for people in the way of healing. Um, and the the goal is for me you know, to be able to create some content that's, you know, well thought out by people with, you know, who have dedicated their life's work and years of schooling to being able to not only kind of quantify and record how these things are helping, but also be able to, uh, um, you know, translate that to the, to the layman who doesn't have this experience. It's hard enough to explain the ineffable at any time, uh, it's you know it's especially hard to to change the th or to to communicate the throes of a psychedelic experience to somebody that's even had one, but to somebody that doesn't have any kind of frame of reference there, it's incredibly difficult. And sometimes where you got to meet them is in the classroom, you know. And that's what uh, I, I think that I want to kind of focus on getting the Missouri Psychedelic Podcast uh, kicked back up and going bringing people as much information uh, as, as, as I can about this stuff because 
uh, us being well-informed and being able to kind of cut people off when they say, oh, that's a crazy guy tripping, you know, like understand that some of the brightest people in the world, some of the technology that all of us use every day to make our experience better uh, is uh, comes from the some some brainchilds, uh, brain children uh, conceived in the throes of, of psychedelia. So, um, you know, I, I, I urge you to find ways to communicate and evangelize uh, in, in a, you know, um, uh, responsible way about the, what this stuff can do, you know, uh, what, what these, what these different plant teachers can do and what they've been doing for thousands of years, not just indigenous tribes all over in the West too. Uh, man has sought out, uh, the infinite, uh, since he's, since he's been here, he's, he's pondered what all of this is and where his place is in it since the beginning. And when I say, man, I mean, all of us, uh, so yeah, there we go, guys. I am going to jump to break, uh, on the other side. I'll bring you some value. I'll bring you some value. I'll do it. Maybe you come to sweet leaf emporium. We'll give you some value. I think, I think Steve's giving everything away. I, I think he got fired. I'm not hundred percent sure. I think he's just, he's giving it all away guys. We are, uh, on the other side of the break, I'm going to try and make you laugh. We'll have a real conversation. Uh, got any questions for me? Let me know. Uh, I'm, I appreciate you spending your morning with me and, uh, yeah, we'll see you after the break. Who's your sophisticate show? back hour three who's just good show friday october 23rd year of our lord 2020 glad you're hanging out with me this morning i'm having a good time i'm having a real good time uh partially because i have great sponsors in my stable because the sponsors in my stable are my friends and all of them are doing good in this world uh if you guys join us in the first hour you got to uh see the brilliant and uh abundantly handsome uh adam mcchesney uh from ms marketing come in here and just kind of hash it out a little bit talking about you know trying to engage people finding a ROI on your uh on your spend um and uh the guy he's he's really sharp he's got some pretty cool ideas um we've already uh he honestly working with uh, like the 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 three of us working together we've already generated some business for him uh we had a blast shooting a video with him he's a natural he just took right to it he's Put his old, got up on the stool and just kind of like to give people a little, a little glimpse of the gun show, you know. Uh, he knew exactly what to do. His breath cadence is everything. We love you, Dennison. Uh, and Dennison, uh, you know, he makes native hemp extract. Uh, and it's the best, bud, okay? It's the best total cannabinoid product I've ever used. My brain works better. Uh, it was what helped me bring all that psychedelic information to you last hour, which I want to again, shout out. And I did in the beginning, but just to let everybody know that was from psychiatryadvisor.com. Uh, the article is psychedelic drugs, lessons from ketamine and psilocybin written by Benjamin Williams. Um, really, really interesting stuff. Not, not, nothing, uh, new to any of us, but, uh, but important nonetheless. Um, I am really excited about, the momentum that psychedelics and uh, their 
I, I, the momentum they're picking up. Uh, Compass Pathways, uh, we talked about it in the article, became the first publicly traded psychedelic company uh, in September. Um, there are plenty of other people. Uh, we talked to uh, Mike Arnold. He's a Missourian that lives out in Oregon. Uh, good dude. Uh, he runs or is a part of the team at Silo Wellness. Um, who actually one of their officer lives officers lives right here in St. Louis. There's big doings in the uh, in the business world with psychedelics, and it's now become. It's funny because a, a lot of things I would kind of uh, get bored with or be turned off by uh, the main like them becoming kind of a mainstream meme, right? Uh, but in this case, uh, the the availability for a conversation surrounding psychedelics, which is something that I would have just loved to have had, um, you know, anybody to talk to about, you know, 10 years ago, there was only a kind of a small circle that we're willing to talk about. Now, all of a sudden you're seeing things pop up, uh, in kind of more traditional media outlets. I'm seeing, you know, uh, family members, people that I wouldn't necessarily think, um, you know, to, to necessarily be hip to that information. Um, you know, people in the community, all of a sudden, uh, they're having a conversation because of a thing they saw or a book they read or something they heard on Joe Rogan or something they heard on Hoosier Sophisticate. I don't know. Uh, the point is, let's get as many people as much information as possible so that when uh, they have a friend that's trying to learn something, uh, you know, that 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 friend can be swayed by the science, can be swayed by the good that uh, these things are doing. So um, on that note. Uh, Dying to Know was the name of the Timothy Leary and Ram Dass uh, documentary. It's on Netflix. It's great. It's the two of them sitting down after they hadn't seen each other for like 20 years or so. It's really interesting. And then uh, Magic Medicine was the Robin Carhart Harris documentary that we saw at the University of Michigan. Uh, kind of uh, outlining that one followed, I think, four different patients uh, who had like the worst of the worst as far as the depression goes. But the study itself had 22 people in it. And I believe 18 of those people um, saw significant reductions in their depression and uh, an increase in their quality of life. The, uh, the, the interesting thing about that movie was who the, the subjects that they chose to film and uh, the way that they chose to portray it, because it is important when we talk about plant medicines, alternative healing, anything like that. And I hate even saying alternative healing because alternative to what the other fucking thing we're guessing at, you know. Uh, but with that being said, the way they shot this movie, they kind of showed the least successful people in the study. Um, I think as a way to kind of remind people that none of these things are a panacea, you know, um, you're, you're just not going to find a quick fix pill for any one thing. And, uh, so, you know, um, it, it was really, really pretty interesting stuff on this day in history. Um, <clears throat> we got, uh, in, let's see, 1929, the first transcontinental air service began from New York to Los Angeles. 1929. That's pretty impressive. That is pretty darn impressive. Back on the psychedelic kick from uh, InsideHook.com, um, New York City now has a legal psychedelic clinic for mental health. This isn't the shrooms trip you took back in college. It's better. 
this is by Alsta Samvichian Clausen uh, from Inside Hook. Earlier this week, it was announced that the U.S.-Canada border will remain closed for at least another month amid the spread of COVID-19. Luckily, one of their most useful exports at this particular moment now has a home in the U.S. The psychedelically enhanced therapy clinic Field Trip Health just opened its first stateside location in Manhattan. The Canadian company opened its flagship clinic in Toronto back in March, calling itself the world's first mental wellness company focused on psychedelics and psychedelic enhanced psychotherapy. And while the concept of psychedelically enhanced therapy isn't new in itself, you've probably heard about Silicon Valley's obsession with microdosing. The ability of companies like Field Trip or Ember Health to create a sense of normalcy around the practice certainly is. The medical world's renewed interest in psychedelics has gotten the attention of prestigious institutions such as John Hopkins University, which recently launched its own Center for Psychedelic and Consciousness Research, the first of its kind in the U.S. dedicated solely to studies on the effects of psychedelics on everything from smoking addiction to anorexia and Alzheimer's disease. And that uh, leads me to, if you're on Twitter, a great follow is at drug underscore researcher. That's Dr. Matthew Johnson from Johns Hopkins university. That dude is a wealth of knowledge. Uh, he's a friend of the show. He has come on. If you want to check out an interview we did with him where I completely shit my pants, uh, you should, uh, go to hoosersofisticate.com. Check out the audio tab in the interviews, uh, tab on there. You will find a conversation we had with him. It was actually on Bicycle Day uh, last year, so it was about a year and a half ago. The guy's brilliant. He's a great follow, and he is kind of one of the guys. Uh, him and Roland Griffiths are essentially running all of these studies at Johns Hopkins. He's a, he's a brilliant dude. Uh, taking a quick look back at the evolution of commercialized medicine, medical marijuana in the U.S., the once taboo substance has now enjoyed much wider praise, not only for its capacity to treat symptoms from anxiety to back pain, but to stimulate the economy through increased tax revenues, job growth, and investment opportunities <laughs> in places like Los Angeles and Denver. Medical marijuana is easy to purchase and available in the form of anything from designer gummies to iced tea. Information about individual dosage and intended effects are now clear and available for the user, which has gone a long way in destigmatizing the substance for reluctant users. Uh, in a way, that's what the world of regulated psychedelic enhanced therapy is inching towards. And in Field Trip's case, the substance is ketamine. They take the substance out of a dorm room or music festival setting and place it in the hands of certified psychologists and doctors with science-backed knowledge on how your mind and body react and who are also on standby should anything go wrong. Uh, so it sounds like that kind of uh, leads into what we talked about before. Who, what, who are you? You guys got anything to clean pee? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's up front. Did Steve not help you up there? You guys got anything to clean pee in here? There's no one there. <laughs> I'm just a small gentleman looking for clean piss, man. Open up. It's not clean, actually. Mine's, <laughs> not, mine's not clean. Oh, you're going to cup it? Okay. I just got to carry it to the doctor's office from here. <laughs> Give me some clean pee, everybody. Hey, if you got clean pee out there... Hit me up. My name is uh, Sir, we Marmaduke. sell advertising. We sell advertising. If you want to advertise on our show for clean pee, there's going to be a cost associated with that. Uh, I just uh, actually just got off the phone with uh, Adam from Ms. Marketing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, uh, I got 10 piss lead genera generations. <laughs> 10 people. I went from one piss lead generation to 10 piss lead generations. That's, not, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's Ms. Marketing. That is Ms. Marketing. 
That's what the, that's what he does. It's, he, <clears> I just met him. He gets you all the piss you need. I got, man, I'm swimming in piss. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I'm swimming in piss right now. Just a tiny guy. This desk is tall. Yeah, just a, just a wee little lab, just looking for a, looking for a little piss, man. Does anybody have any clean pee? There's a couple. My name's uh, Marmaduke. <laughs> that's two words. Langley. Oh, it's Marmaduke? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, that's not bad. First name Marma, last name Duke. Marma, uh, that's, that's, inter- that's an interesting name. Is that a family name that passed down to you? Well, you, I'm the crazy one, Marma. Damn, guys, that had no culture. I can see why the other guy left. Uh, well, right on, man. Yeah, yeah. Help yourself to some piss, man. Okay. Oh, I'll be right back. I gotta get some piss. Cool. Yeah, it's up front. It's in the. It's behind the case. It's a forty forty seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, on top of running a, 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 a unbelievably uh, educational show about psychedelics and uh, you know lead generation and return on uh, investment, uh, we also sell piss. We sell piss. Uh, now he's. Here we go. Ketamine has been approved for use in humans since the 1960s. And when used with proper medical and therapeutic oversight, it is known to be extremely safe with minimal side effects. It's so safe, in fact, that it is still used to this day in emergency rooms when treating children who may have broken a bone. True story. That's a true story. My son broke his arm clean in half. Uh, End of January, beginning of February last year, clean in half. That kid went in the K-hole. And what he was describing when he was waking up out of the K-hole was arguably, uh, well, it was, it was amazing. Because it, for once, I had a skill set <laughs> that, that could be of service to my kids. Sure, I could teach them how to read. Sure, I could help them ride a bike or get them on a weightlifting regimen. But really, what dad's going to do best for you, bud, is help you find the ground. Uh, uh, this is ground control to Major Tom. That's what Dad's doing here. Yes, water sports. Asazaj Snave. Yes. Uh, Steve reminds me of little, little sweet, the Dr. Pepper dude. I'll pee for you, buddy. In this character, Twitch apparently censors language. All I see is a ton of asterisks. I can I, I can probably put it to where it's like uh, explicit content or whatever, and then. Uh, that way the children don't find it, but I'm trying to have the children find it, Denison. Uh, that doesn't mean it's appropriate for everyone. For example, people with uncontrolled high blood pressure should not take it. But for most people, the risks of using ketamine are very low. Here is exactly where marijuana and a stronger substance like ketamine substantially differ. Whereas effects of marijuana are relatively mellow, ketamine, sometimes called Special K, I think that the only people that call ketamine Special K are... Uh, the cops <laughs> they're they're cops they're dea they're they're anything they're anything but people that use ketamine um uh, sometimes called special k has gained a bad reputation in the past like i don't think it's been called special k since it was called that by some wayward uh u.s tourist 
just bumbling about Prague in 1992 in some industrial Euro sex club uh, where he's like, hey, does anybody here uh, have any special K? And all of these Czechs just looked at him like he was a fucking idiot because nobody knew what special K was. There's my rant about stupid street names that they throw out there for these articles to make it more palatable for the streets, man. You might not know what ketamine is, but maybe you've heard it with your simple little drug-using brain as Special K. Fuck out of here. <coughs> special K has gained a bad reputation in the past for its unintended negative effects outside of a clinical setting. From illegal recreational use as a club drug to those who routinely seek out K-holes... A dissociative effect that can come from especially high doses. But it's these hallucinogenic effects that, while potentially disastrous in an uncontrolled setting, can provide emotional breakthroughs for those suffering from depression and anxiety when ketamine is administered by a professional. Levy tells us that while each person's individual experience is obviously unique and personal to them, the ketamine experience is often described as euphoric, calming, and mystical. He says that some people also report a pleasant sense of disconnection from everyday life, like they are observing their mind and body from the outside rather than within. Um, the advantage of using psychedelics, including ketamine in therapy, are threefold. First, psychedelics are fast-acting antidepressants. So people may be stuck, uh, who may be stuck in a mental or emotional rut find an almost immediate improvement in their mood. Secondly... Psychedelics often trigger different parts of the brain to start communicating with each other in ways that the brain doesn't normally do without psychedelics. This helps people see things from new and different perspectives, often leads to insights into what may be driving a person's mood or emotions. And thirdly, psychedelics are known to quiet the ego and create a period, period of neuroplasticity, which makes people more receptive to the effects of therapy and more able to make emotional, behavioral, and outlook changes so they don't fall back into old patterns. It all makes perfect sense to me. Um, so I said cops at the same time as you laugh my ass off. No doubt. Yeah, nobody nobody in the world is calling it special K. Dennison is a star, 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 and he can star, 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 my fat star, 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 if he doesn't like me using star, 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 star. Ha, So there's kind of a look inside how they will work, and that's interesting. I guess... <clears throat> I mean, I knew that, but I've never really uh, vocalized that or, or heard it vocalized or read it that, uh, <laughs> fuck me, star, star, star me. Um, I, I've never really thought about, you know, we've talked about ego dissolution because ego death is just a, it's a grimy, goofy, fucking stupid thing to say. Um, we shouldn't be seeking to kill our ego. What, we, what is nice about psychedelics is that they can just pause it. For a second, though, no, you can hit play a little bit later on when we're done here, but we're just going to pause it for right now and uh, allow you to hear things or see things a little bit differently. So um, I guess knowing that and, ha you know, having an alleged subjective experience, uh, you know, I, I haven't really thought about that, how that would really benefit. Uh you know, a, a, a therapeutic session and how, how it would make those words perhaps resonate a little bit better with a, a little more fervor, uh, uh, maybe just stick 
in your brain just a little bit you know a more concrete uh, if you don't have this idea of how things should be uh, and how they're uh, you know going to be uh, that makes sense to me that makes sense to me that that's one of the ways that it will uh, heal kind of in real time or assist uh, in healing in real time I think it's awesome if you've ever taken place in any kind of psychedelic integration it's amazing the it's amazing the um, you know the the, the strides forward uh, that you that you can really take um, you know by, by doing that so um, I'll tell you what guys uh, I want to let you know Bungeon Property Group wants to let you know um, that uh, in 1952 on this day in history the Nobel Prize for Medicine is awarded to a Ukrainian-born microbiologist Selmart A. Waxman for his discovery his discovery his discovery of an effective treatment of tuberculosis that's interesting it wasn't until 1952 we were figuring that thing out what in the hell is going on here um anyway uh just having some fun with you guys letting you know what's going on i wanted to uh uh grab um i gotta go grab this guy a bottle of fake piss real quick uh, we're running a two-for-one special, and I want to catch him before he gets to his car because I forgot about that, and I'd hate him to get ripped off on on this pee because it is abundant around here. So uh, we'll see you guys in uh, just one second. As a gay college student lay hospitalized in a critical condition after a severe beating, this small city, which builds itself as Wyoming's hometown, wrestled with its attitudes towards gay men. Welcome. Come back anytime. We should have a fresh store of piss. Uh, you know, I think they're coming in Monday morning. Tell all your friends. Oh, hey guys. Uh, yeah, just uh, wheeling and dealing on the uh, the finest and freshest clean piss here this side of the Mississippi. Uh, people are worried about it. People are worried about. Uh, I mean, Missouri is a legal market now, and I, you know, I I don't even know if I can advertise this. I don't even know if it's legal to advertise that. You know, we actually have real human piss in vats. Uh, that is clean. We imported it. Uh, um, we imported it, and it's 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 been tested, taste tested, smell tested, and um, totally clear. We're in the clear. So tell your friends. You never know. Uh, guys, I want you to know that on this day in history, um, <laughs> on this day in history, 1973, a UN-sanctioned ceasefire officially ended the Yom Kippur War between Israel and Syria. Guys, get it together over there. That was brought to you by Bungeon Property Group. I love Bungeon Property Group. I'm a big fan of Bungeon Property Group. And um, I'm just 
I just, just have an Adam in here today from Ms. Marketing and looking at our stable, and I, I'm, I'm trying to do a little gratitude practice here about, um, you know, just the things that I'm thankful for and what, what it is that we're creating and uh, who, who it is that we're, that we're riding into the battle with. Uh, and, uh, having, you know, having Dennison, having Jason Long, having James Carlton, having Adam, you know, uh, and having, having Adam and Adam, Adam Bundren and Adam McChesney, uh, having all of those people riding into battle with me makes me feel real good. It makes me like my chances a lot. And, um, I'm just really excited about doing more stuff with them and, and working with Ms. Marketing to help all of the people that you know, uh, you yourself, like you've got a, you got a small business. You're trying to find ways to advertise for your business within your budget that is, you know, that, that has a value. <clears throat> and that's something that we can help with. Like I want to, I, I, one of the things that I think maybe Steve and I, for all of the, uh, uh, egocentric boasting that the two of us do. One of the things that we don't probably emphasize enough is our uh, desire to create uh, commercials and content for people that even choose not to be sponsors. We get it, man. You, uh, th this is a this is a racy show to attach your name to. I understand. However, uh, people need uh, they need fresh. They need they need. Uh, you know, engaging content that people are going to be scrolling through social media and be like, what, what is going on that go back and watch it. They're going to interact with your stuff. That's what we want to create for you. That's the, that's what our business is. This right here is our passion. This is where we go to, to scream into the void to the, uh, you know, uh, to, to yell at all of the people that are, that are already agreeing with us. Me and Dennison just said cops in unison for Christ's sake, guys. Uh, but the value that we provide is creating content for uh, businesses of all sizes uh, at whatever level of uh, professionalism they see fit uh, and they, and they want to pay to have produced. And um, I'm really excited to be doing more of that with people. I'm just, uh, it, that to me gets me fired up. No, man. No. No, 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 no. I just, uh, you guys only have fake poop here. We got that, too. Who, that who we, tests poop? Who tests poop? Yeah, who uh, tests poop? Jeff Goldblum. I bet he do. Jeff I Goldblum, bet. Jurassic Park. How you doing, bub? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Doing You're, that is a great look. It's not bad. I that like is, the flip. A, I think you should maybe commit to that. I like the flip in the. In I mean, the, front. the flip coming out of the hood. That is a, that is a solid, solid look. And you kind of, you look like every sketch of the Unabomber ever. But other than that, it's. I mean, you should read my manifesto. It's getting good. I bet it is, I'm buddy. Working on it the last couple days. Ooh. <laughs> Come at me, dog. Come at me, dog. How you doing today, bud? You feeling okay? Yeah, much better. Good. Got some sleep. Got to see the kids this morning. Good. Poop my brains out. I can't do garlic sauce. What'd you, what'd you have garlic sauce on? Pizza. You know how sometimes they give you that garlic butter? Oh, yeah. It, it, pop, I'm honestly going to shit my pants talking about the, the garlic butter. What's it's the that deal, bad. Bud? Well, I usually get it from Papa John's, and that's where it'll get me. Yeah, yeah. Well, last night I was like, you know what? Forget that. I'm going to get Alicia's pizza. Ooh, they have they have they have garlic sauce at uh, they got garlic, garlic butter. At, I got Bosco sticks. Get on out of town, I'm, Jack. I'm 14 years old again. Got I got myself some Bosco. Who doesn't sticks. like a Bosco, bud? 
they were flattened. They weren't the best Bosco sticks, to be honest with you. They really skimped on the Bosco. So, Alicia's, if you're listening, fucking get your shit together with the Bosco sticks, okay? Um, had a Bosco stick. I was dipping those in. I was telling Jen. Hey, Jen's looking at me. She knows my body. She's like, I don't know about this one. You're really going hard on that garlic butter. I'm like, I know. I'm more allergic to um, Papa John's garlic butter. I'm not allergic to this garlic butter. You, Duh. You moron. You simple woman with your little simple woman brain. Yeah. So then I woke up first thing this morning. Usually if I eat it earlier in the night, cause I didn't eat it till about 1030 after the uh, grow, we had our grow stay at home grow series last night. I didn't eat it till about 10. So then I woke up about five mm, 30, just ripping it. Went back to sleep. Cause I was still like, you know what? <laughs> the world doesn't need you, bud. <laughs> like, go, <laughs> go back to bed. You're good. Uh, woke up at 6.30, still pooping. And Is that when I called you? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I think I heard my phone ringing. And I was like, oh, well, good luck today. Oh, I knew Miz was coming in. He killed That's me, all which good. he did. It was all good. He was great. He was great. And uh, he's got me fired up. And uh, gave me an opportunity to kind of hash out. It's been a while since we hashed out some psychedelics. We got into some psychedelic content a little bit. Uh, I did not smoke DMT on air. I did not do that. Uh, Don't fucking dare me, pal. I'll go find some somewhere. We got to go hard. I'll go buy some down at the graffiti wall or something. Is that where you can get it? I don't even know. Duh. That's where all the the cools hang, man. man. There's a uh, somebody spray painted. Oh, get your drugs here. I think you were stand under it. I think you were paying for your piss while I was talking about it. But do you know anybody? I got a call from the boss, Jason. Do you know anybody in the world that? yeah, I'm glad he's watching. Uh, do you know anybody in the world like Denison? Denison's a good sponsor. He said, "Lick my balls" to everyone listening because I was like, oh. "Jason, you're on air." And he's like, "Good, smoke a bunch of weed, lick my balls." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, That's you're my our sponsor. studio sponsor. God love you. God love you." Uh, <laughs> Brian's hard. That's when he left his, or that's when his feet is by what? <coughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, got yeah. to talk about psychedelics has anybody, a little bit. Has anybody ever, you know, like we talk about the dare lion, we had the dare lion, uh, you know, talking about him and him coming clean on how much bullshit the drug war is. And has anybody like, you know, when they give street names, where, where are these street names? They're more ridiculous like, I almost think the people naming cannabis were like, it's clear that they grew up in the age of news outlets giving street names to drugs. Have you ever heard anybody call ketamine Special K? Yeah, I me the other day on accident. I was like, do they do that? <laughs> nobody. Because I saw a girl running with a shirt on that said Special K. Yeah. And I was like, really? Ketamine marathoning, huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that would be weird. <laughs> Three steps. Let's do this for twenty-six point two miles. Am I at the finish line already? Uh, you've gone six feet, sir. It's weird. I can see the finish line in my head, and I also see where I started a minute ago. It's like strange. Yep. Very yep, strange. That's what it do. Um, Steve. Yeah, Denison's a good sponsor. Uh, we hear it in the field. Okay. Uh, hey, Steve. Uh, I can't read. On this so day in history. To, you're going to have to tell me. Oh, yeah, I got you, bud. On this day in history, though, um, was it 1954? 54. 54, Probably. 54, 55. a year younger than my pop. 
five years older than my mom. My mom was born in '55. Okay, so he's somewhere in there. Oh, you think she only she only exclusively bangs dudes that are her age? Oh no, or? she's born in '56. Okay, he's probably he's born in older. '56 too. You like that? Oh, you want to go with 56? That we're going with? On this day in history, 1956, Rando Not Your Dad. Uh, Randy Not Your Dad. Uh, birth, he was born. It was, he was, it was his born-th day. He squirted right out of his mom's butt, or however that That's happens. how that works? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm just a simple kid. I'm just a kid. That door said no minors. I'm only 16 years old. Oh, get out of here, pal. <laughs> What is a I'm minor? only 12. What is a minor? Somebody looks for gold. Uh, my question is, is 18 an adult now? Um, because you what? can't, like, well, here's what I'm asking. <laughs> I can't buy booze. That's been a thing forever. Like, it seems to me like once you become an adult at 18, you can be tried, put in prison, uh, tr- you know, tried in as an adult. Seems like once you you become an adult, you nobody can tell you what you can and can't do. Like, but they still do. Why they do in lots of areas, but like even after eighteen, twenty one. Like I think yeah, the, cigarettes, the, you gotta be twenty one now. Yeah, what's the deal with that? <laughs> I mean, whatever. That's fine. I don't. I don't care because I'm thirty six and I don't really smoke. <laughs> yeah, but I whatever. I would still like. It's still something that I will be angry about it just works i'm just tired of fucking works it works like when you you tell kids hey don't do that they're like i won't you know it's kind of it's nice it's a nice deal that kids just straight up listen without any facts given to them you just kind of pick an arbitrary age (coughs) that they know them and all their peers are at different stages in their lives that age really doesn't mean anything it's a maturity concept sure more than anything no doubt um but they get it you know what I mean? The kids, they understand that if you say, no, no, don't do that. That'll hurt you. And they say, why? He said, trust me. And they say, okay, I'm going to do what you um, tell me to do. Yes. Until the day I die, I'll do what I am told. Yeah, Until okay. the day I'm f- farting down a river. As a smoker, I still think cigarettes should be illegal if anything should be illegal. I understand that, except uh, if Don't I want to drink make antifreeze. make anything illegal. If I want to drink antifreeze, I'm going to fucking drink antifreeze, bud. Nobody tells me what to do. Nobody can, uh, tells me what to do. Can we just, like, not hurt each other or take each other's shit? That's called the non-aggression principle. It is a central tenet of libertarianism. <laughs> and libertarians are swine they're fucking dumb shits (laughs) um no i think it makes sense yes it makes perfect i think it makes some sense uh i mean as far as being born a free sovereign person as long as everybody (laughs) adhered to to the non-aggression principle we'd all just be kind of doing what we do we need a right of pal we need a right of pal and a bubble in my throat oh my god we need a rite of passage. Sound like meat wild. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, we need a rite of passage again. Agreed. Like a night, two nights in the woods, something. Balancing on one leg on a totem pole. Something. Getting the guy shooting spitballs at you. That's what Bumblebee we're Jenna? missing. Once you kill a wolf. Yeah, fuck yeah. The Spartans used to just put kids out there. If you live, cool. You're Now you got to fight for the rest of your life. And if you die... Eh, sweet release, kid. I don't, you don't know. Have I'm Greek. Suffer for the rest of your time. Yeah, you don't have to suffer this insufferable human existence there unless you, go. you you murder a predator in the woods. Yeah, 
It's that's it's the you thing. versus the predator. And maybe I don't know. What do you consider a predator? You uh, you know, if a kid comes back, he's got like a fox. You you're can't like, kill like, a come fox, on, kid. Bud. Come get, on, get out. But there. if you're you know eleven, twelve, a fox is angry. No, on Fox. At twelve years old, I think I had a better chance of wrangling and fucking a fox up than I do now. That's true. Um, but what about a bobcat? Where are we drawing the line? Is what I'm saying. Oh, on the a bobcat predator. would be a fucking bear. I had a buddy. No, a bobcat would be a bobcat. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a bear. That's true. That's a weird turn of phrase. <laughs> uh, I got a buddy. We were camping down. Uh, I told you recently about, not recently, we've talked about it many times, floating on the Elk River down in Knoll, Missouri. We were just talking about it, though. Um, and it's kind of like a spring break. Like, it's a fucking party down there. I, I, even more so than Who's All, it feels like. No. Uh, nope. Who's All is the King River. Ugh. Champions of of uh, partying. Well, this is kind of the same deal. Uh, the champions of partying. And a buddy of mine, hammer drunk, uh, in, no. his, in his tent, you know, at no. the end of the I mean, hammered. Uh, he's got a little rustling outside of his tent, <laughs> pawing at his tent. Like, he can kind of, you know, feel it like it's push the tent yeah. is pushing in on him and this fucking bobcat starts growling dude. what is bobcat they're elusive this bobcat starts growling and he's pushing he's pushing on the tent and my buddy it comes out of a sleep here in a bobcat fucking you know how do you know it's a bobcat it's got a pretty distinct bobcat sound let's see if i can get uh, on somewhere pull it out here. How, i mean i don't doubt that it has a distinct sound I'm just saying, how did well, this fella know? I don't know that he knew uh, it was a bobcat, but uh, he knew it was something that was hostile. Okay, that's fair enough. You know? Fair enough. He's got, and I don't even know like what year this dude lives in, but he's got like a glass lantern. And he, Is he haunting railroads at he, later? Yes. Weirdly enough, like he's got like, this coat that like, hides his whole head, and he just walks around headless with a lantern. lantern. <laughs> uh smashes this cat in the head with a glass, with a glass lantern. lantern glass explodes all over his tent this is happening at like three thirty four in the morning <laughs> through the tent yeah so smash it so the glass so is on all the inside. inside of the tent you big dummy uh <laughs> and, and it was like a like a you know he like probably a, thought it was a bear like a kerosene fucking so it lit well it wasn't lit it oh wasn't my lit, god but he's got fuel and gas all over the inside of his tent now <laughs> this bobcat's like this guy's a fucking yeah, this, maniac I'm, I'm gonna get out of here he's gonna bad. cut himself and set himself on fire no thanks i'll start breeding fighting roosters i think cockfighting is illegal denison so just maybe allegedly put allegedly in front of that i'll start breeding fighting roosters and he's we kidding can tie razor blades to its leg and tape a joint to the back of its head and matches on his back and you have to smoke the joint within the minute within 10 minutes of being in a 10 by 10 enclosure oh he's not cockfighting he's saying we got to get the joint off of a off of the off of the bird with spurs okay that's 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 fair i'm not uh, razor blades i'm not into them Oh, have you ever they seen? Have you ever seen uh, like the 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 Spurs that? Got Dude, in, I watched the whole from thing. Cockfighting. cockfighting. <laughs> I couldn't believe the movie. I was like, "You're kidding!" It was a movie that featured cockfighting, except the movie was in 1973. Peta wasn't around. The things they did to animals in this movie were real. <clears throat> they yeah. couldn't get away with it today. They had okay. legit cockfighting. Oof. It was messed up. Yeah, dude. But I mean, I could see where people are like, yeah. If oh, dude. I'll, like, uh, it's like Happy Gilmore. It's our Billy Madison. I'll bet on pickles on a window. 
I'll bet oh, yeah. on anything. Yeah. You know, you give you let me see enough of it, you know, that you, there's action to be had on it. Like I, I get it. I understand it. That's just hard to watch. Yeah, but if you're eating chicken, is it is it I can't imagine that's good for your meat, dude. You're you're bleeding know, out but if organs you're and it, everything all over. Just eat it. I'm not saying it's the tastiest chicken in town. I'm saying make something out of yourself after you watch this thing happen. You know? Don't live with that guilt. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, you dip them in some you know, rotisserie, those bad boys after, afterwards, it'd be all right. Um, and I think it's a warrior's death for the, for the cock. I think, I think they want to go out that way. Oh, you think so? I, I would. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they get to, like, you know, retire. Listen, if I'm 80. They don't get to retire in let, some mansion coop. Let me yeah. and every 80-year-old in the building fight to the death. Let us go out champions, you know? I'm going to be pooping my pants by then anyway. Weapons? I probably won't have any Weapons? memories. No um, guns? I think bare hands is probably the best way to really, really murder someone. Yeah. I just think, you know, um, you've got to take into consideration here. You're, you're in it. your 80s. Your 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 hands are probably That's arthritic. It, I know. Probably arthritic. There's That's a good chance keep like, shit you, together, you, get a good, you get a good punch in, probably shatters your hand in a million pieces. That's fine. That's uh, why it's going to be a hard thing. Whereas, you know, you could really make pretty, you could all pretty much make pretty quick work of one another with clubs. Where you put, a, put No us knives. A, no put no, us on an no, island. No blades. No guns. Just blunt objects. Okay. You know, bats. I could like do souvenir bats. That's what that's what it should be. A bunch of old dotards with souvenir bats. Those from, little ones. Yeah, just a just like a they look like little tire beaters, right? Those are, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then just, that's tough. Just, I don't know if they got enough strength. I think maybe a sniper, bat. buddy. I'm gonna knock some old guy's head off when I'm eighty with a with a tire knocker. Have you ever seen old people fight? It's the worst thing ever. It's, they're they're like, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, they're falling. That's why I'm saying. Like, you can't do this by hand. It's going to take forever. Fall. Give you something heavy to hit somebody in the head with. Well, I just like, you fall over and imagine you're like, oh, oh. And then you're just like, no, no, no. Choke, choke. Now he's dead. And it's a slow process. So maybe you guys fall asleep for... You know? And then wake back up. Oh, okay, I got to finish killing Larry. Remember that whenever, like Hulk, would, they, they, the ref would pick up their arms. They go like this. They lift it up. One of the greatest scenes and, in, and in like, WrestleMania history. I watched WrestleMania history, knowing what was going to happen. Damn right, boy. When Hulk fought the Andre the Giant, Hulk Hulk was the only guy. The, the uh, Andre the Giant. This is on his documentary. He was undefeated. At the time, no one. They just took yeah. him from city to city to, yeah. to just show. show. Yeah. And the best people would do, Andre the Giant, is they would fight him almost to the end. And then Andre the Giant. So then it was a win-win. Andre the Giant was still undefeated. And the guy that they wanted to say, hey, everybody, take a look at this guy. He almost beat Andre. He almost beat him because a lot of the fights, Andre the Giant would come in, smash a guy. You know, and Andre, Andre the Giant ran shit. Like yep. behind the scenes, he was the biggest draw at the freaking time. Sure, he was pounding beers in the bag, hundreds of them. So um, a day, the uh, under the giants getting uh, sicker and that thing under no, that? oh under the giants getting sick. He's he's not going to be able to wrestle very much longer. I mean, they had crazy careers where they traveled because it was different wrestling uh, leagues around the country. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so. The Hulk is the new Hulk. Hulk Hogan is the new up and coming guy. 
And they're trying to look to pass the torch to him, maybe. So Andre the Giant um, is supposed to talk to Hulk Hogan about what's going on. <clears throat> Hulk Hogan says, yeah, man, what do you... Because uh, you don't really bother Andre the Giant. Yeah. You just go out there and wrestle. Like, figure it out. Right. Andre the Giant, he's not here to practice. I'm a, I'm a giant. I'm a practice? Yeah, I'm a giant. Talking what do you about want practice? to do? So, he's the original Allen Iverson. So... Uh, Hulk kind of comes up to him, you know, a couple weeks before, and he's like, hey, Andre, you want to go over some stuff? And he's like, leave. You know, says something like just, you know, he was that guy. He's like, go. And okay, Jesus Christ, okay. Because he'd kick, he, was, he had like a temper behind the scenes. So they're like, you Jesus, imagine could you imagine? Giant. Get what are you out of here, do? dude. What are you going to do, bud? Um, so, oh, God, what am I? Sorry. When your wig hairs went in your ear? Oh, God, a bobby pin almost just went in my fucking eardrum. Jesus. Just in case I need to pick a lock. No. <laughs> so under the giant, no one knows what he's going to do. They don't even know at WrestleMania what he's going to do, if he's going to keep wrestling or if he's going to pass the freaking torch. So <clears throat> Hulk Hogan comes up to him again. Like, hey, Andre the Giant, just not to bother you. What do you think? What do you, how do you think it's going to go? And he's like, don't worry about it. You know, and so Hulk is freaking out the whole week leading up to this. He's supposed to fight Andre the Giant at one of the biggest events that they've ever had. I think it was at, in New Orleans or Houston. No, I think one it was the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit. Detroit, which yes, is yeah, a huge, I mean, it is domes, huge. Yeah. It's like 100,000. And I'm like, oh, my God. So they go out there. Even right before they go out, he still doesn't know what's going to happen. He's like, oh, Jesus, he's, he's, his stomach's in knots. He's like, what is the Giant going to do? The giant gets out there. They start wrestling. The giant starts throwing him moves to do. He's like leg drop, you know, and doing this. Okay, pin me or get me over here or whatever, you know, kind of. And Hulk Hogan's going, okay, is this happening? What I think is going to happen? And they go to the thing where Andre the Giant gets him, and the Hulk's like, one, two, and he does it that third time, and the Hulk's like, and Dude, the, the stadium place, goes. The place lost its fucking mind. And then he's like, body slam. So Hulk picks up Andre the Giant, body slams him. And he's like, leg drop. And it's telling him what moves to do. Hogan comes over for the leg drop, pins him. The history of wrestling has changed forever because of that moment. That's fucking awesome. It was fu that gets me juiced up. Re Are you ready for your morning motivation? You can't do anything. You can body slam under the giant. Hulk Hogan, that's what he he listened to your morning motivation. Probably. I liked reading the transcript. Can we get the transcript? Oh, um, we can. We've got just enough time to get through that. Can I get bit. so we were get the reached transcript? by uh, we were reached out to by a company because uh, our podcast is Reaching, really gaining some traction, yeah, reaching a lot more people than anybody would have ever given us. <laughs> yeah, that's literally much what, what it said. came down to. So they asked um, <clears throat> if they could transcribe our uh, our podcast from, I believe, the fifteenth. Right? Was it October fifteenth? I think. But this thing, I, uh, clearly, it's an AI, right? Like it's it's something that it's it, funny. They think your meditation voice is a different person. Yeah, <laughs> that's really? speaker two, and then we're speaker three and four. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they, that's hilarious. No. Uh, that's good. Kind of, You're yeah, good. Kind of, You're good. good. Me. Yeah. Um, so they send us a transcription of our entire three hour and whatever, 14 minute show or two hour and 57 minute show, whatever it was. Uh, Steve, 
What does our transcription read? Speaker three, six minutes, five seconds in. It gives you the speaker and the time. Uh, good morning, Steve. Then I say, good morning. Is this the part where I'm supposed to fire people up? Uh, yeah, it is. This is where you get fired up for the day, Craig. Steve says, well then, if you're taking advice from me, you've got beeping problems. It's F fucking problems, but they put asterisk. Do they bleep out all yes. of the cuss words? Yes. Oh, that is Man, great. Because I woke up eating shit with the, the <laughs> shit kind of abbreviated with asterisks. Uh, you did a Y straight like you're you're like that. Oh, what? What? What is it all for? What is it all for? What does it all mean, Basil? <laughs> That's all I woke up to this morning. Fuck, I'm motivated. Are you? <laughs> That's what you said after that, dude. The transcripts are hilarious. I just assume they'll be reading them in a court of law one day. No doubt and when they have to bring those in there, good luck. I heard that. Good luck with that. I heard that. If there's any lawyers listening, uh, good luck with that. Good luck with it. Or if they're on our team, good luck with that. Good, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> good luck with that. If you're against us, good luck with that. That ought to help you slightly. <laughs> if you're with us, good luck. You're against us, yeah. Good luck. It's all about how you. I hear what the fucking bobcat sounds like. I'm gonna let me kind of guess real quick because yeah. I kind of heard it already. Cow. Yeah! They say that it's similar wow. to a Canadian wow. lynx. Well, duh, they're the same thing. Wow. They're the Pretty How much. dare you, wow. How dare you? You know what a bobcat does? It values freedom. That's a terrifying little yell. Wow. It's also, wow. also pretty similar to what a fox sounds like. Wow. What does the fox say? Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> we just did we, it. Yeah, we could do that for the rest of the show, but we just did it. Uh, what time is it? It's uh, ten till ten. Oh, we still have Zim Zims. What's up, buddy? We got to meet our guys. I want to remind you, this is the last show ever on Facebook. Uh, if you want to follow along on completely better platforms. You should check out Twitch and Periscope and potentially uh, YouTube. Uh, if you're a YouTube red person, you can put the app in the background, put the phone in your pocket, you can listen to it. But on Periscope and Twitch, you don't have to have any kind of premium package to be able to just listen to the show while you're going about your business at work in the morning. You might want to put some earbuds in because we're going to talk about ding-dongs. He is. Yeah. Steve's going to give it to Not you me. straight. I'm a straight man. I'm the straightest man in the whole dang land. I'm a straight man. I'm a straight man. I'm the straightest man in the whole damn land. I'm a straight man. I'm a straight man. I'm the straightest man in the whole damn land. So this is when we need a loop station. That's exactly what I was. I'm right. a human metronome and loop station. Well, I think there's a, probably a collaboration uh, uh, between uh, straight man and metronome that, that probably it'll break the internet in 2021 if we can get them in the studio together. What breaks the internet breaks my heart. Only happens hey, when it's raining. Did you see that guy on the skateboard? Shoot me in the head. I actually appreciated his video. His oh, video oh, was real. Yeah, that was great. Well, the guy that got the guy that got the his car, car broke, broke down. down. Best thing ever. And now that this is what it's devolved into. I love dream. Did they fucking ruin dreams for me? But they ruin dreams for me, Steve. That is my jam. I love me some Fleetwood Mac. Baseline on dreams is disgusting. I love it. 
Well, that's the change. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved, I loved dreams though. Thank you. Yeah. Is that? It was. That was the song he was. Were they doing it to the same song? Yes. And I, I thought, dude, I'm like, not dreams. I thought they at least. Dreams. I thought they at least picked a different Fleetwood Mac song. What's no, wrong with people? Didn't. That's what I'm saying. TikTok don't get, don't this. take me back. TikTok don't, did this. No, no, the people did this. The people did well, this. We got to blame them. I agree. I blame all of but them. But that platform was built on taking one song and everybody doing the same thing to the one song. Oh, sure, 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 sure. And that's sure, what I'm talking sure, about. In sure, You're right. Sure, people sure, did do this. Sure. You're right. But You're that right thing, too. like that fucking, right, that yeah. trend, I hate it. Kill fire. I hate it. That's why on our reels, dude, we're bringing deep cuts. Did you see the one the other day? I didn't even see the latest one. See the latest one. I'll, I'll pull it up on the screen right see now. See it and do it right now. Oh, uh, right I don't know if the song, it'll pick it's it 15 up. 15 seconds, isn't it? Yeah, and it's warped hey, as hell. Hey, and, and it's, it's the warped. End of, it's, the end of the show too, it's the end of the show as we know it. It's the end of the show as we know it. And I feel fine. As we know it. And I feel fine. Diamond? I got Diamond, one of Diamond's deep cuts on there. <clears throat> this is a song that's going to fire you up. I forgot all about that song. It was on the Rod Stewart playlist. That's, that's Rod Stewart playlist, dude. You know, that was a nice pull the other day. We were talking about, um, yeah, what was the song? War on Drugs. It was the War on Drugs. Mike was talking about how, suffering how, or how much believe, he had. It was, uh, believing, it was believing. suffering. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, no, it, was, it, it wasn't was suffering. Bleeding, it was bleeding. Bleeding, bleeding I think, bleeding. Was, the, was the track on there. Yeah, the back, back, back on uh, that track. But Mike came in. He was the only one to do his homework. The only one that did. Uh, uh, and that's what. That's, that's who. who two is. That's who Mike is. He's like, okay, you guys said we're doing this. This is the and thing we're doing. We're doing. I guess we're doing uh, it. And then nobody we else comes prepared. It. We didn't do um, it. But we started playing that. We're like, well, what song? Do, burning. What burning. song does that uh, remind us of? And we went through a couple of them. We went through. Uh, yeah, nice. Um, they uh, all, all the. You know, we went through Born the boss. Born to Run, yeah. Uh, was it Born to Run or no? It was. It? What's the? Was it? Dude, Bruce. I can't remember. Born in the USA. I don't think it was Born in the USA. Anyway, <coughs> a lot of Born songs. There was that. There we Jason talked about Bourne. Dire Straits. Uh, it did know. sound like that too. And then all of a sudden you were like, no, 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 no. And he's like, you're like, come on, young, mm-hmm. young something. Yeah. And you got that Young yeah. Turks out, bud. <laughs> and I don't know that I've listened to the Young Turks in just a hot minute. And I love. Hey, look. I don't know if that's the name of the album or is that the name of no, that's, Rod that Stewart's was his band. band. Yeah. Okay. And like, and <clears throat> I, you know. Yeah, that's good. I, it's just a. It's He's a. It's, an, cuts, it's a song dude. that was a big smash hit. 
I've heard it a million times, but like it still eluded me at the time. And then when, as soon as you got that beat, I'm like, oh. Yeah, young halls be free tonight. That's what we're bringing on the real. Like, you're not going to get the same song at every. Ding dong with the TikTok is singing. Okay? Every TikTok with a ding dong. Every TikTok with a ding dong. <laughs> and every ding dong. And with you're going to get deep cuts. I think we had like we had hot, hot chocolate, chocolate one day. We had kiss one day. Mm. I got I've got ideas, bud. I got ideas for one today. I got a I got a I got a jam. We did Ace of Base one time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because you were trying. Well, it was on this show. You were like, "Hey, what was the third one? What was the third one? That it was all that she wants." Uh, uh, the sign, the, yeah, and then don't turn around. Was don't the, turn around. I don't want to be. And, but the best part is, is I just put that one don't on, and around. Steve actually knew like the words to if you gotta all go of it, all of it. So like the video turns out I terrific, guys. Uh, it's Friday. Happy Friday, uh, Steve. We are winding this thing down. We're gonna just go. I ahead got and, another two hours in me, bro. We're gonna land this ship. And uh, yeah, fucking burn, crash, burn. Yeah, if you're watching uh, this on Facebook, yep, this is. You ever seen one of these? You ever seen one of those before, bud? Get off of How Facebook. About two, of them? two, you're double, going four to of Twitch? them. You going to YouTube? You going to Periscope? Huh? You ever seen one, bud? Try and get in the middle there. That's now. the Illuminati. You ever seen that, bud? Uh, next week, Twitch, YouTube, Periscope. That's what's up. Do we still do the Monday night show here? Huh? I guess. I no, know. I think we say F you Facebook and we F just you right in your fat, them. stupid face. Because I'm off Facebook. Deleted. Are you off? Did you suspend your account? Deactivated it. Oh, God, love you. That's just, it was sucking up too much of my time. That's fair. It was sucking hey, You know up what? I'll tell you what. I, um, I woke mm. up this morning, did not okay. check my phone, got up, walked around a little bit, did drink water, <sighs> shit myself. Boat Two and a half hours late to work. Yeah, it was it was, a, it was a great fucking it was a big, big day for you, bud. Work really got a good routine going about your phone. Yeah, I know it was. It was like I feel mentally more stable though. I appreciate that. Which is uh, good. I there was a a plugin. You know, we uh, downloaded the plugin. Hello. I think the door is locked. Good. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. We don't want I, to I sell always, anything. I just always try to think people on uh, on the podcast listen oh yeah we for those listening on the podcast we have a studio at uh sweet leaf uh emporium in festus festus is what that that's what they mm-hmm. call in this place mm-hmm. so if you hear us screaming into the abyss every once in a while it means we're in the back room uh well i don't want to say back room like it's some sort of naughty little uh, uh closet oh, it's filled with renaissance art okay yes look at the walls here but we have a big studio, and we're going to do big things here, hopefully. Adam's got me fired up. Uh, Adam's got me fired up in a big way. I can't wait. to. We actually have a meeting here in about uh, 20 minutes. Uh, so we're going to tell these people to get on somewhere, bud. Um, who? Adam's got a, we got, we got a phone call. What? They, they haven't paid for this, basically. Yeah, I'm not. Now, look, there it is. There's Jesus. Ms. Ms. Marketing. I can't see it. I can't read. There you go. We got an, uh, yeah. We got a, whatever. We got a, we got a phone meeting. Transcripts. 
transcripts. Are transcripts. Awesome. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, connecting people with texts. Uh, and uh, we're going to continue to make awesome stuff and have a little place to hang out for everybody in the morning. Um, we had friends out here last night. And it was great. I had a blast with Bo. Bo's trying to get on board. Matter of fact, Steve. Bo. We love Bo. you. I'm a big Bo fan. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoy Bo and the drive home we had last night. I was going to say, you guys night. got to get a little drive home as I get the buddy up a little bit. All right. All right. I see you working with him. He's a, yeah. He's a good dude, man. He's easy to talk to. It was a good I want to go home. back to Philly with Bo. I mean, I was kind of yapping the whole time, which, okay, that sounds about right. But I was asking him a lot of questions about because I'm I'm curious of Philly. He was talking about how they drive up to New York and Boston. 100%, and you're, like, yeah, you're all right that stuff there. is really close to one another. <laughs> I know. It's but, awesome. but Pittsburgh's seven hours, he said. Yeah, it's across the state. I'm like, wow, I didn't know. It's realize a totally how, different vibe, too. I went uh, to Pittsburgh. Totally different vibe. I love Pittsburgh. <clears throat> and I remember, like I remember being like, hey, we should check out. Philadelphia and all those, and then we looked at it on a map, and we're like, "What the? Fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That's still Philadelphia's pretty, pretty much in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. He was talking about Atlantic City. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. That's yeah, what we were talking would about. Get in Philly, and then I would drive up to AC for yeah. the limo show. We I didn't realize Atlantic City and Jersey Coast are all one in like the same little part of the. Yep. Is the whole Jersey coastline kind of filled up, or isn't Jersey where all the rich mobsters live? Maybe. Tell us. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You said you wanted to be in the mafia yesterday. Brother. I did. 100% as a kid, I wanted to be in the mafia. Oh, as a kid. You said now. Oh, I, I mean, I'll take a gig. Yeah, I would, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right, look, gig. whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <gasps> I'm poor. Yeah, just pay me. I don't care. Just pay me at this point. You seen Mr. Robot? I still haven't. Oh. I know. Man. I know. It's the one that I got to do. I just... I mean, maybe you won't like it. But I think I'm going to love it. I, buddy, I, I, I have no qualms about that. It's the most intense directing. I have no Sam qualms Sam it. It's one of those that I'm not sure Miss would be into, and it's a hard one to carve that much time out for, you know, a month. I got that kind of fucking time. I'm going home and catching a half hour of a movie before I'm falling asleep. Yeah. Right um, the, the directorial sh- scenes, though, the way the director shoots these scenes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he does such an amazing job. Like last night, there was three people sitting around a table and he just took the camera like and two of them were laying on the ground so he spun the camera 360 twice slowly and they each had a speaking line when the camera got to him so all of these scenes with so few cuts it is fantastic Fantastic streaming okay. pick of the week. I'm um, almost done with the last season. Well, how many we got? Is it now? Four. Is, are they done? I mean, it's getting a little deep now. They're done, I think. Oh, okay. I think, yeah. Okay. And it's the uh, Sam Esmail is the guy, but uh, the guy who played Queen, uh, yeah. he's got to keep. What right the now. hell is his name? David Bowie. No. No. Well, no, he played Freddie Mercury, but yeah. But his name is. Uh, yeah, no, his name sounds like David Bowie. Change out and lose the You know what I'm doing tonight? No. I'm going to. I just, you, no, I said, do you know what I'm doing? Oh, I thought you said, do you want to give a fuck if you want to know? I know. I'm going to tell you. I've been talking for three hours. You think I don't have five more minutes? This had to be your. This had to be one of your favorite days. This had to be your most favorite day. That's what you do. All Craig, what we all, do. all day. That's what we do. It was kind of nice. I, I mean, I had my thoughts. And <laughs> it was kind of nice. It was kind of great. <laughs> not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It was quite kinda nice. Got to wake up kind of gently on my schedule. Uh, it was pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm going to Creepy World tonight. I haven't been to a haunted house, Steve-O, since I was a, a young lad, maybe a 13-year-old kid. And tonight I'm taking my 13-year-old kid to Creepy World, and we're going to go get scared. And I'm really <laughs> excited about it. You need COVID testing before you come back in here. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to sneeze. I heard, if I no, got no. it, listen, if I got COVID, I would come directly to your house and sneeze in your face. No, no. Didn't you hear how they're doing haunted houses now? No. It's just a bunch of sick people like, <laughs> and you're like, ah! They walk you through uh, the COVID ward. They're not washing their hands. There's a bunch of sinks that don't work. Is that what the phone call is about? What you're doing tonight? I got a steady job hauling items for the mob. I can't huh? read. You're going to okay. tell me who yeah, those are bad. from. Those are from James Alexander Hilbig. Oh, our guy. Last night. He's great. His story was one of the best stories I've Buddy, ever Buddy, I want to animate it. The One of the best stories I have ever heard. I, I wanted, was laughing I wanted to animate up. it because, well, A, it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, B, uh, I, I didn't really know where, it, where it, it came from. It was so great, like, what that story led to, which was, like, why he chooses to, uh, you know, be good and, and, and try and donate to good causes or whatever. Like his, his why. He found his why at the end of this. <laughs> A viney cliffside into the redwood. Thank you, Ken Paul. Rami Malik. Ra- Ra- Rami Malik? Come on. Well, he put Malik, but it is Malik, I think. Oh, so you're going to blame him? Well, spelled I wrong. can't read. So then don't I don't want. Me. Then don't correct me on pronunciation if you don't good know call. how good vowels sound. But thanks, Ken Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Kenneth. Um, no, and we're gonna do everything we can. Uh, this is what I'm gonna. Yeah, Ryan inspired me uh, the other day when he came by and said, "Hey, these guys wanted to be in trolls. Guess what? They're they in used trolls. the secret. I'm gonna use the secret to get him his little shaman village." With the uh, okay, and maybe, uh, and I'm with you. Um, maybe you use the secret to get this thing as, as well. Can't do it for yourself. That's what I'm realizing. Well, that doesn't it doesn't sense work that those way. Guys did it for themselves. It's a hundred percent how it works. No, it's not how this. Not for me. Oh, oh, fine. I'm working against you then, pal. I'm trying to help you. You're just saying the guys. Okay, fine. I, I'm doing it for you. You're doing it for me. Yes. Okay. That's how they did it. Okay. There had to be some sort of. Oh. You can't be always out there. The secret doesn't work if you're doing everything selfishly. It's not about selfishly. It's about the universe is abundant, and yeah. will provide if you trust in it, and you don't fucking, and you don't look at it and say, "What the fuck are you doing right now, man? I thought we were doing something." That's not trusting the plan. That's the universe saying, you doubting me, motherfucker? Good, keep doubting. Sit in your shit. Yeah, no, I I don't want to use a secret um, because that's all bullshit. But I think we have enough um, people in the group is where I was going that I think there might be some people to help facilitate. It's just easier for me to... Yeah, through uh, uh, holotropic breathing and yoga and ecstatic dance. There sure is. What? That's what we can facilitate for people. That's oh, no, I was thinking like, not no, he wants to do like a farm and a farm retreat. Oh, like a retreat getaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, there's, maybe there's someone out there with some land who can help. Maybe there's I know someone a guy that wants to do something similar that we should probably introduce them. We know a guy uh, down, in, down in Farmington Way that's been trying to do something like this little retreat, healing retreat thing on a, on a farm. Really? On the, Johns, on, the, on the St. Francis River. Oh... That's Dude, a per- that's what I'm talking about. That would be a good little marriage. Yeah. 
That's what I'm talking about. If anybody knows anybody who can help somebody, that's maybe what, what this group becomes, especially on the Facebook page. Anybody knows anybody that can help somebody. Yeah. We ain't that. So go so give them to us, and we'll pass them on to the next person. Yeah. No, we can't help everybody. I would like to. I but would it's like just to. physically impossible, spiritually impossible. But if we have enough people in the group that their stuff matches up, like, oh, man, uh, I need a guy who can strike out a right-handed hitter in the eighth inning. Oh, my God, my buddy knows a left-handed relief pitcher. You know, like, if we can start matching people up like that, like, oh, I have some land, but I don't have the time to do it anything with it. I need a farm. And then there's another guy who's like, I don't have land. I just want a farm. I wish someone would let me farm their land and we could work out some sort of brokerage deal. Because we're living in a time of fiat currency. That will all be destroyed at some point, certainly, whether oh, it's in know. our time or not. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but once the petrodollar goes uh, and once that video gets shared on YouTube enough of that guy running his truck on water. Okay. And there's biodiesel films out there. Come on, guys. Um, once we figure out the whole energy sitch, fucking Tesla's notebooks show up. We start pulling energy from the air. The drones, I talked about it the other day. The drones deliver all the food. The algorithms figure out how much food we all need. Bada bing, bada boom. We got energy. We got uh, food. You figured it out. A little bro. shelter. How'd I mean, it's simple. How did you do that? Uh, it's probably the wigs. It's simple, but it ain't easy. Uh, yeah. That, who said that? Sylvester Stallone? Hey, he said, uh, nothing is over. Just give me something to drink. It ain't over. Uh, it's, it ain't, it's simple, but it ain't easy. That's what he said. No, I think I was just focusing too much on like, oh man, how much is this working, the morning show? Tell me. And that, okay, I get it. You're better. Um, but I just I want to keep hammering home. That was not me at all. That was Steve's doubt, not me. And no one's speaking for you. Okay, bud. That's right. All Steve's right. thoughts are his own. My thoughts are my own. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I think. Maybe. Maybe they're implanted. Maybe they flew a... Who knows? Who knows at this I'm point? I'm freaked out, man. You know, we talk about how we would never let anybody implant anything in us. But I'm just not so sure I would. I think you said you would. Yeah. I think you said, yeah, put the fucking yeah, thing, put in the thing in I, me. But I'm saying, I think a lot of people are like, they're adverse to that. But I'm not even sure that they, they couldn't just do it if they wanted to. They could fly like a little miniature drone into your ear. Like, well, you're no fucked. Doubt. You're fucked. They yeah. have little ant drones. Little ant drones. Crawl right in. They're urethral ant drones. They're pyrethrin ant drones. Look that up. Bad, bud. No, it's a flower that kills other bugs. I think so. Carnivorous flower. Yeah, I thought it so was. That, uh, so that's the. Those are the ants that crawl inside mm, of women. Oh, hi yo! All right, guys, we did another three hours in the books. Woo! We sure did. Thanks for your hard work today, bud. Uh, thank you to Adam McChesney for being the first guest on the morning show. I think. Uh, no, most people came afterwards. Derived from chrysanthemum. Well, aren't you guys a bunch of fucking smarty pants? Mm -hmm. uh, Adam McChesney's away. doing some pretty cool stuff and I think that uh, working with him is going to be an absolute blast I uh, urge small businesses trying to figure out this social media thing to reach out to him and to reach out to us to see how maybe we can make oh, some content for you he can help you big time he, can, he you, I don't know if you I don't know if you got to tune in I know you were pooping 
But he was talking about like the value that we can create together as a team with us creating content. Well, we're going to have a little conversation after the show, but we've talked about it. Nothing we didn't know. Have a great day yourself, Kimberly Mahoney. This is the last day for Facebook. Make sure to tune in on Tuesday on uh, uh, Periscope and everything else. I don't know. We have a nice little thing going on Monday nights on Facebook. I don't know. Maybe we cut it all out. Tune in on Periscope. YouTube and Twitch to hell with Facebook and their streaming platform. It's awful. It's just, it's like the samurai sword, you know? Uh, you've killed so many people with it. It's a tool of destruction. Sure. But you want to put it away because that tool kills, murders, but that tool also keeps your family safe. How do you justify, yeah, you know? I understand. That's, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Like, do, well, we, do it, we get it, rid of all of it? I wouldn't get rid of the group, right? Like... Can't do oh, that. no, I wouldn't get rid of the group. No. The group can do whatever the fuck the group wants. <laughs> they can do whatever they, they want to do. do whatever they're uh, Look, we're trying to, uh, 3, we're trying to make commercials, but we're trying to make commercials in a new way for your small businesses, for your friends' small businesses, your family small businesses. Maybe they've looked how much a commercial costs on the radio or on the TV, and they have no idea that they can get a piece of custom content shot for a fraction of the price that is going to be engaged with by more people on social media. That's what Adam's going to help us do for you and what we're going to help him do for others. With his video, he closed four free deals. He he I heard that. From our commercial. I, and, and it gets 25 views from our page. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not... It's not for lack of... Uh, eight people saw it from our page. Uh, he he shares on that. his page. I, people were River literally... River City Sewers on board. Listen. Shitting their pants. I know. They were shitting... Someone their, said, uh, I just they, had, a, had a good shit. And they're lighting their, their selves on fire. They said it was the funniest thing they had ever seen in their life. I saw other media companies, bud, comment, holy shit, we have to step our game up. So yeah. I hit him with a good luck from. Yeah, Morgan I don't Freeman. know if he was being. I like good you know, luck. like I was in a mood the other day when I read that, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I thought he was being facetious. Like, oh, yes, I'm gonna have to step it up. Like, like, oh no, yeah, he meant it. Well, good. <laughs> okay. Well, good because this is this is blood sport, oh, pal. Got a little mad. This is blood Did sport, you get a pal. Mad too. Was the universe not abundant? Yeah. Was the universe not I, well, here's the deal. I woke up smiling. I woke up smiling, and then I was ready for my motivation. And my buddy goes, "Your life is a worth living." I was pooping. I actually felt great this morning, <laughs> and I got to see Ivan and Oliver. beautiful faces this morning. Let's do. Uh, yeah, if that's if that's going to continue going. Craig forward, hates that. Kill your Craig kids hates off, that. Craig you. hates when I do that. Uh, I really. I don't care. Uh, we got. <laughs> Same diff. Yeah, I don't really care. The opposite of love's indifference. I listened to that the other day. Bam. I listened to a little... Uh, Loomies? It's the yeah. best band ever made. They're good. I like them. I yeah, like them live. They're probably my favorite band, honestly. Yeah, right on. I mean, they have three albums. I would love to every see... every song uh, is like, best. Give me a festival with Lumineers, the Avid Brothers. Jack Johnson. Ooh, that wouldn't be bad. Uh, yeah, maybe I, you know, I'll just stay. I'll in that. die afterwards. There's, there's I'll yeah, die afterwards. Mostly, uh, you know, acoustic guitars. Give Kimberly me those Mahoney, three. I'm talking to you before you're before you're uh, while you're done laughing or while you're laughing. River City Sewer, reach out to us. We want to shoot a commercial for you. Is that River City Sewer? All right, River City Sewer. We're going to shoot a commercial for you. Uh, I promise you that we have 
uh, content for you that is within your budget. Every small business. Yeah, in I town. think she was supporting the bike ride. And all she that. was great, dude. She 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 donated a bunch towards the Ryan O'Reilly stick at the yeah. Aubrey at the Aubrey Matthews she's fundraiser. Great. She's awesome, and I will, we will happily try and find a partnership with River City Sewer. You got to listen. Fix your sewers, people. Your sewer mouths. Yeah, your sewer gutter mouths. Fix your people sewer mouth. Trash pigs in your little gutter mouths. Call That's me. what they'll do. They'll come out there and fix that little sewer mouth of yours. <laughs> your kids got a little sewer mouth. Remember when you could pay Bam, people? I like that. That was a nice backhand, bud. It was a real <laughs> Remember when you could come and pay people to beat your kids? Well, Remember that? I, I actually, I'm not sure that no. it was ever okay to come while some people beat, beat your well, kids. Well, my dad did it all the time because then he'd, you know, someone, he'd pay someone. I'd walk outside the house. They'd give me one. They'd just give you like, one? Couple. Dude, that's not a bad pop. play. Like, if I just go to like, a kid hey, down. You, the, you, hey, get, get off my son. He didn't have to be the bad guy. Man. Are you okay? Did he do that because you didn't do your homework last night? Good. Maybe he that's did. That's a nice play. That's all right, nice maybe play. do your homework next time. All right, kid, you all is right? Is that what he did? And I was like, Jesus Christ. Georgie was guy, a gosh dang genius. How did that guy genius. know that I didn't do my homework He's last night? He's a gosh night. dang genius, dude. <laughs> Go a little two-piece combo. Just to, just to let me know, a it wasn't assault. Combo. No. It wasn't assault. No, it just wake you up. It was honestly like he could have been walking by and accidentally. It could have been an accident, but I know it was not accidental. Right on, man. Well, it's been a fun week, guys. Uh, next Monday, we'll uh, we'll see you on every platform that isn't Facebook. And uh, you guys will still be able to talk to one another. That's what the freaking chat thing is for, guys. All right? That's what it's for over there. You look at the chat, and it's people from Facebook. It's people from Twitter. I think it's, it's from- popping everybody in the, the restream bot now. I didn't realize that. The restream bot will put comments in the actual feeds now for people so not even just on the side of the page yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. it'll YouTube, be in people's for sure i don't know feeds. does twitch do that too i guess twitch does twitch youtube and periscope maybe not periscope okay twitch and all right well either which way we're gonna put it right here so you we're guys gonna put can, it right you guys can enjoy it right it's right there it's right there it's right there where the sun is Native Hemp Extract, enter code HOSO, get 30% off of your entire order site-wide. Go to nativehempextract.com. You can find it at hoosersfiscate.com. Just click on the Native Hemp Extract tab. Kind pens are kind of cool. Uh, Adam Bundren, he sells property. He buys property. He does that for you. Um, and I just, this one's going to blow your mind, bud. Uh, in the year, uh, on this day in future... Uh, brought to you by Bundren Property Group. Bundren Property Group. Uh, 4004, the year 4004. According to 17th century divine James Usher, Archbishop of Armagh, and Dr. John Lightfoot of Cambridge, the world was created on this day, at Sunday, a Sunday at 9 a.m. I don't even know what that means. Does he know that we do things? Well, it's 1019. Well, he maybe he, it wasn't when he called the first time. Answer it. Jason, you're our sponsor, and you're live on the internet right now. For real this time. For real this time. Hi, Steve. How are you today? I'm good, Jason. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's a Friday, so it's just about winding up for the craziness, and, and then we're going to have some fun and make oh. a bunch of glass this weekend and hang out with a bunch of people. And I call them people, but they're probably customers. And do some certifications. We're going to get people legal this weekend pretty heavily. In fact, I'm ready right now to hold off on any kind of uh, 
Well, I won't even get into that. I'll talk to you later about that. So anyway, what's going on with you? We're on the radio still. Craig's really dragging this show out. And I'm like, hey, man, I got to run this store. Steve showed up late, <laughs> two hours late to work, Jason. So I'm, I'm making him put his three hours in before we go off. We're doing a six-hour broadcast. Jason, it's my own show. I can do whatever I want. Okay, if I got to... No, it's not actually, Steve, I don't think you can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. I've asserted that over everyone with my me, so, Well, all right. All right, Steve. So we'll... I'm off we'll Facebook. I, I, I'm off Facebook, so everyone can suffer okay, without well, having me it, on. It has been. I think Facebook's probably stocks probably down. Um, I forgot to make an announcement though. Yeah, you didn't announce it. So that was dumb. Really. What dumb. was the announcement supposed to be? I'm leaving. If you don't like it, then good or whatever. Like I gotta take. Oh I gotta, yeah. Wait, I wait, get wait, out wait, of wait, here. wait, 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 wait. Wait, Steve, Steve, I quit life. Yeah. I need you to talk me off this ledge, please. Okay. Wouldn't it be nicer if people just did that? They're like, listen, I'm really not going to do any harm, so don't freak out or anything, but I want to kill myself. Can you please <laughs> make me feel important? I tried to do that, but my partner is a complete asshole when it comes to that stuff. He's got no time for it, Jason, and uh, well, I, don't, you know, I don't blame him. <laughs> Part some of me doesn't blame do, them. Some people don't. You know, that's just the way it goes. I just need a soft, warm place to Listen, land every once in a while. I'm you know, here, I'm here. I got for you the... somewhere to land. Listen uh, here, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thank I got you. a party hat on and a noisemaker. I'm here. You guys want to have a pity party? I do it. I got a day of it in me. I got what you two do? days of it in me. Well, I'm in. I'm in. Let's I'm do in. it. Let me tell you. A party. You know, we're, we're having a pity party. That's the next Hoosier Sophisticate party. Eleven hundred yeah. Shapiro Drive Ooh. in Festus. We're gonna throw a whole pity party in the gloomy other All side right. of the building. Yeah. Everybody has to lay down on the gravel. I will bring the party favors, man. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Let's do this shit, Jason. You got anything man. you want to tell these people? I. You know what? Uh, the next three people that show up at eleven hundred Shapiro will get free certification, and I'll pay for your grow license too. Get the fuck out of here. So the next three people to show up to. Festus, yeah, 1100 Shapiro. 1100 Festus, 1100 Shapiro and Festus with the next three fucking people. You better hurry up because this ain't no joke, man. You'll get a free certification, you'll get a free patient license, and you'll get a free cultivation license with the state of Missouri all on my tab. Did you hear that, you freaks? I said four, excuse me, four. I think you said three. You said but, three, but yeah. you can't. Okay, well, four. Oops. Oh, boy. You can't take that back, can you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, we're going to do it. We're going to give out four of those today, brother. Have a nice day. See ya. Love you guys. Love, Love you too, you. man. Dude, that's what I'm talking about, bud. That's what Sweet Leaf is. That's what everybody we work with is always trying to figure out ways to make this better. Lock the door for 30 minutes. Look, that is outrageous. Anybody want to come up here and grow legally? Outrageous. If you want to become a patient. Right, does it count? What? <laughs> like we bring up uh, Jen needs one. I want to call her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason. Uh, I, I gave away two of the Yeah, I gave away two of the cultivations. <laughs> Guys, he's covering the call. That's uh, 125. Is that right? Ish? Uh, what? Your cultivation's an extra 75, isn't it? Right. And then it's 25 to say. So it's 100 plus the plus $100 cert fee. So it's $200 value. Yep. He's giving away four of them. <clears throat> He's covering the whole nut. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive, guys. So, uh, come on down. Come, come on, on down, down to Eleven Hundred Shapiro Drive in Festus, Missouri. We're gonna get you a certification and a cultivation license. Get your butt down here, man. Come on down to Festus Town. Festus Town today. 
That's somebody like else's. That's somebody else's thing. Down, no, that's like, come on down to Edward's, Edward's Carpet Store. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a good jingle. That's they the got second me. carpet shout they out we've had me. on the show today. Yeah, the carpet talking, stores know how to do it. Well, I was just talking about, Becky, you know, if you were carpet, a kid, <clears throat> if you were a kid in 19, in the 80s and 90s, like if somebody said, hey, little dumb kid uh, who doesn't know much in this world. <laughs> Who's never had to like you know redo a house or pay any of the outrageous? How'd you know my nickname? You little dumb kid. Hey, little dumb kid. What's he doing now? You are on the air again. Hey, I wanted to let you know. I, you know, this is like a little public service announcement for everybody. If you say you're going to quit Facebook, just fucking unplug the motherfucker. Throw the fucking computer out in your fucking street and let the next bus fucking smash it. Fuck it. It doesn't fucking matter. Nobody cares. That's not what we're here to do. It's just fucking stupid to sit there and say you're going to quit Facebook because you got a fucking problem with some stupid decision you fucking made. That is fucking retarded. Pardon my oh, French. Oh, God. Well, Jason, you ruined it you at the end. This freaking cancel, you buddy. It at the end. I love Good you. job, you I hard R. Um, yeah, yeah Sorry, no, that's buddy. not what's happening. I just want a personal break from it. <laughs> it's not a deal, guys. I don't, uh, I don't think that It'll be back on in seven days. Were, oh, I'm sorry, Steve. I thought you were actually being... I didn't realize you were actually doing that. I thought you were discussing other things. Oh, yeah. So I do apologize. If you're actually leaving there, that's cool. But make it legit and say why. But if it's because, you know, somebody passed away and you don't know how to deal with that shit, then, you know, that's just silly. Oh, yeah. No, no. I think my friends and family helped me with that shit. No doubt. Um, yeah, just, exactly. I just got too absorbed in the numbers game of Facebook. And then I would get absorbed in the scroll in the endless scroll, I'd find myself sitting in my car for 10 minutes. And I'm like, dude, that's 10 minutes of content creating you could have done. Or just anything. Don't yeah, trick no yourself I'm into I'm with you on thinking. that, by the way. So I just want to go a little while without it. But now I have to smash my computer and throw it in the fucking street, as Jason said. I like it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, I'm serious about that. Here's the deal. Facebook is a great platform for all kinds of great things, but what it is not, it is not a gauge on your life. It is not a gauge on your friends and family. It is not. It is not important that you watch Facebook every five minutes or not be a, a part of it. I can't tell you how much I have been so segregated because I have a job and I can't watch Facebook all the time. There are a lot of people offended at me because I don't respond to shit I don't even see. And so that's just a joke. That's what makes Facebook so stupid because some of us have serious lives and can't just fucking chase it around. I'm not kidding, Steve. I did not know that Aubrey was sick until somebody called me several days later and said, she's getting ready to pass away. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't anybody call me? And I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody assumes that I'm on Facebook and all yep. I can do all day is scroll. And the truth is, is all I see is the good thing. I don't see any bad shit. And since I'm a potted pot smoker and I sell weed products and all that crap, Facebook flags me and my personal account. And they only let me see what I want, what they want me to see. When it comes to cannabis, anything relative to that, they have throttled the shit out of me. So while everybody else has a good time on Facebook, I sit here wanting to blow my fucking brains out because everybody thinks I'm a dick that doesn't pay attention. But I do pay attention to the real world outside of that fucking Facebook because there's a real world with real fucking people. Amen, brother. I That's exactly you, what I was just talking this about is, yesterday. I got to get more into the this real is world the than struggle. that virtual and, and then shit. There's this other fucking problem. Check this shit out. You know that if if I say a word and somebody on Facebook doesn't like the word I say, all of a sudden I'm shit on because of a word. 
Yeah. When I thought we were in the United States, like the land of the free, where I could say whatever the fuck I want. If you don't like it, just turn the fucking shit off and go away. But if you can't, you can't just shit on me because I say a word. That's just stupid. It's that, a word. We're it's done. in the fucking dictionary. We're done with the cancel culture. I mean, you can say whatever the fuck you want on this thing. We're... Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, I mean, this is a loaded gun. Yeah, I'm not saying you to push the boundaries yeah. or anything, but... Uh... No, I won't, and I do apologize, but when I get heated, I say things that, that are out of the dictionary, like the word retarded. Somebody told me a couple of weeks ago never to use that word again. And I'm like, fuck you. You got another list of fucking words I'm not supposed to use out of the dictionary because it just means it's slightly skewed. It doesn't mean I'm making fun of somebody's mental health. That's ret- that's not <laughs> exactly. But it's part of my language. And if we're going to change the language, then we have to have some kind of an open door that says, listen, this person yeah. is is habitually saying something. They're not really hateful. They're just they just have a word, and you're you're just want to shit on them for a word. Well, I, it's probably easier too to transition people out of those uh, programs, out of saying the same thing over and over. If you're a little bit more graceful in helping them understand why maybe yes. that word is different rather than attacking them with venom and being like, Hey, you can't say this. You're an absolute monster, racist, ableist, whatever, uh, right. put an ist on it. And that's what you are. That's right. Because I, because these words do mean something and, and they do have value to them. So what, what, what you're saying is just because you don't know how to do timing on an old, you know, engine, you don't understand what the word retard means. Then all of a sudden the rest of us have to fucking dumb down to you because you don't understand what it really fucking means. It's a big first call. Um, I was actually, you know, I used to say the F word, the F A G word in high school, like a maniac. Yeah. Exactly, and, and I've just chosen to not use that, and I think I've chosen to not use the R word too. Just out of you know, I think it's easy to maybe not use it. You know what I mean? Oh, we got people beating down the door. You're, good you, deal. Well, here, you got the biggest you know, heart in the world, but you're an old man too. So I mean, let's get real. Well, it's not. It's not that. It's just that I'm in training on removing these words, but in the process, I feel like I'm you know I'm in prison for something I didn't do wrong. Yeah, and, and you know, I get shit on for things I don't understand. I don't use words in hatefulness. I don't, and you know, it's just like it's just like using God's name in vain. Now, you have any idea how many people say you can't use God's name in vain? You're going to go to hell. And I'm like, do you just realize you just use God's name in vain? And when I say God damn it, you you shit on me. So I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense because the word God damn it doesn't really. It's it's just part of our English language. Oh, it's yeah. slang. It's bullshit. But when when we use it in, in in that term, you know, just telling somebody they're going to hell for their actions, that's what using God's name in vain really means. And nobody gets that shit. Now I'm not trying to get religious here, but I'm trying to make it very clear that the masses are fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, Jason you gotta start calling every day, Jason. Every day. Um no, I think yeah. There's I don't a know. customer here. You wanna take care of him? Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you guys out on anything, and I do apologize. No, you I'm a didn't bit call us out on anything. Well, I didn't think I did, but I felt like it at first with the Facebook Oh, thing. no, yeah, yeah, you definitely yeah, called me out on the Facebook Oh, yeah, no, I, I didn't even know you were with that, Jason. I had no idea you were leaving, so anyway, let me get back to work. I got some stuff to do. I will talk to you guys later. I do apologize. for. Quit apologizing. You're the man. You're making it happen. Have a good day, guys. Love you. See you, buddy. Love you. Bye-bye. All right. Guys, we really got to shut this thing down. I had a blast. It was a tough week. Facebook sucks. Tough. Next week, we're not on Facebook. That's the deal. Periscope, YouTube, uh, 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 help me out, Twitch. 
And <clears throat> I hope that's where you'll choose to Twitter. join in. We still have a we still have an un I want him on my side during a fight. That's the point. I talked about this earlier with our sponsors. These are the dudes I'm riding into battle with. He's done pulling punches too. None of us none of us are perfect, but all of us are trying to accomplish some good in this world. And that's all I can ask for. That's all we can ask for. This right here, this thing is it's the thing that holds together. It's the thing that connects the real in-person events that we do. It's that it that's that when when we get to stand uh, at, at the end of a party or get together and everybody is just cuddled up, loving one another. Go take care of that customer. I'll tell these people all about it, Steve-O. I love you. Thanks for making it today. I appreciate it. Steve loves you guys. This is what we do. This show facilitates the in-between space, the the ether in between some uh, uh, in between the important moments, the, the moments where we get to hold each other as friends, where we get to participate in acts of good as a family. That's what Hoosier Sophisticate is, and this show just connects those moments. It connects the dots. That's all it is. That's all there is to it. Guys, I love you. Uh, we love you. Thank you for sticking with us. Please uh, download Periscope or Twitch. Tell us what's your favorite. Tell us which one you like to go. You can go to YouTube as well if you're YouTube Red. All three of those options will allow you to put the phone in your back pocket, keep the earbuds in, do a little bit of work at home. We went long today. Uh, my apologies for that. Had some fun. Learned about psychedelics. Adam McChesney from Ms. Marketing. Adam McChesney from Ms. Marketing came in. We're trying to give you guys some value. If you got a small business, if you know someone with a small business, we're going to we're going to try and do some some uh, some really big things and give them an alternative to their advertising options now at a price that everyone can afford and makes everybody happy. We cut out a lot of li- lot of middlemen. Guys, we love you. Have a wonderful weekend, uh, and we will uh, see you guys Monday night on Periscope, Twitch, and YouTube. Cowabunga.